So hey, hi everybody! Welcome to Crippled System, episode three four one. Three four one. Add that together, you get pi. I mean, what? sure. I mean, kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's an anagram of pi. That's what I said. Don't don't check the tape. Woo! We did it. It's podcasting. We're back to back weeks in a row. Not back to back. Well, you know, everything. I don't count last week as any real week. I, last Sunday, I accomplished nothing. Last Sunday didn't really exist to me. I basically woke up. It was the most. Then I couldn't even sleep. I did nothing all day and then only got three hours of sleep. Like I failed at the day and I failed at sleeping that day. It was just 24 hours of just uselessness. Oh, yeah. You took the week off work, didn't you? No, I was, I was that was two weeks yeah. ago. I don't know. But, uh, but this last Sunday, I just literally got up, just moped around, couldn't function, had a headache, did nothing. And then, well, then I tried to. Uh, Play DVD, which is basically nothing. Well, this is our you first. You went to a wedding. That that didn't. Oh happen. yeah, that was actually the only. <laughs> I I had I mean, a that headache. Was nothing. No, no, the wedding was fine. But I had a headache all morning. I, I, my head was pounding all through that headache. I mean, yeah. all, all, my headache was pounding all through the wedding. I was just. It's I was a long in one too. Yeah, the that was, fucking ceremony. Jesus, like three minutes. Take a nap. Yeah, no, I was I was just in bad shape. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly I'm glad it was a short wedding because I was not functional to uh, handle much more. I don't know what happened. Oh, well, it happens. But we're here. We're podcasting. Yay, us. Yay, world. Yay. Hello to the chat. Dom Y. Grot. We're not going to talk about that again. I'll <laughs> say hi to the guy. I, I like to say people's names wrong or right. That's how you know. Well, his name's Torgrimod backwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a famous villain from that one show. Yeah. But, but yeah. How was your day, Nathan? It's fine. I came here and played Dungeons and Dragons, and then I went and watched Across the Spider Verse because I don't live in a Middle Eastern country, and therefore I'm allowed to. And then I came here to podcast. Win win. We all finally saw a movie that's in the theater because usually only like a couple of it. We, yeah. we haven't. We've been pretty bad at all. No matter what it is, we haven't all been watching the same thing pretty consistently, regardless of what it is. I beat my record for seeing a Transformers film in the theaters. That that's actually a decent Transformers film. The last well, you and I went and saw 1984 a couple a while ago when it was out no, for the well, anniversary. I don't, I don't in the last, I, I like that one, but I don't count it. I saw Bumblebee in the theater and I was quite happy. I didn't. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is I didn't. You guys all told me you should go see Bumblebee, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I really wanted to see Bumblebee. Like I was really hyped about seeing Bumblebee, yeah. and then I didn't watch Bumblebee until I actually bought it yeah. on Blu-ray. I mean, in fairness, you're not a longtime Transformers fan who would want to see a movie about Bumblebee. You're kind. Like Jim, when it comes to recommendations, you can't tell Jim to watch something. We can't tell you to watch something. Oftentimes, too. No, I'll you'll watch get, it though. You will watch it, but you'll put it. You'll put if someone says you should watch it, you will watch it, but you will add six to nine months to that timeline. So we have to like like something and then somehow not to tell you we liked it. Yeah. That's that's probably. I don't know why. I mean, you will see. You are right. Like Jim would never go out of his way to see it. You would actually. You'll just wait a while. But I will. I'm, I might go see the Transformers movie tomorrow night. Yeah. I was going to go see it tonight when you went to your thing, but it, the theater was full, which was pretty good for the second week of release. This the theater I would just you know, was full too. Yeah, that's good. I've been seeing. I saw a lot of movies this year. Although if I if I am told we should go see movies while I'm in a movie theater one more time, I'm going to burn the theater down. Oh yeah. <laughs> why? I get that they want to promote theaters, and I get why they put those commercials on TV. But I'm in the theater. I've bought into I should be in the theater because I'm in the theater. Thank you. You were. Thank you for coming to the theater. But but you Thank were in you. the bathroom at the time when it was telling me to go home and watch uh, Avatar on Disney. <laughs> <laughs> it was advertising it streaming. I'm like, sure. I'm like, hmm. 
But they mm-hmm. said was everything was out, you know, a few months ago. It wasn't like it was. I wasn't like going to go see, you know, across the Spider Verse and say you should go home and rent this. <laughs> like, it was like, like, thank you for coming here. I don't think I'm going to be able to assemble this during the podcast. And I, I'm excited to, see, but I am. I'm going to go see Transformers. I'm excited. I mean, I, if it's a decent Transformers and it's in its flashing explosions, I need that. But yeah, so yeah. I'm going to see it. I've, I've I've heard it's it's decent. It's more like Bumblebee than like the Michael Bay ones. Also, Chad is correct. Rodimus Prime for the win. He's right over there on the bookshelf. Good old Rodimus Prime. There's yeah. no dies like a punk bitch Optimus Prime here because Rodimus is obviously cooler. So there he is. I was just gonna just roll him off the. T- you can't. He's too strong for you. You failed. Yeah, you don't even have an Optimus. Oh, the wait, there are there's a there's a little one there. And then is that another Optimus Prime? The colors are kind of wrong. Is that an Ultra Magnus? Who's that guy behind me? Yeah, okay, I was right. The the, the true guy who was supposed to get in there. Andy will be back in a few minutes. You've you've triggered something. Okay, bye. Yeah, he needs to go get like a... Oh, I know what he's getting. I know what he's getting. I made a terrible mistake. Did you enjoy Across the Spider-Verse? I did. I think I'm going to want to see it again, um, of course. But I think it's time. After my first viewing, I think that I I like Into the Spider-Verse more. I don't think this eclipsed it um but this might suffer a little bit from being middle of a trilogy syndrome uh but i still enjoyed it i enjoyed Did it you know it because by, by the time you I saw it told, you, you were yeah because that, that yeah. they kept that kind of secret you shouldn't do that i well i, I don't know if i might i mean i think in general you shouldn't but i was like oh. but also i think it's going to be out like early next yes. year so that's yeah. the other it's thing not even a year from now it's yeah, next if, march it's if, nine months well but i wonder if the writer's strike is going to screw like how, did they get enough of written feel like i, I don't know what that's they a did good point but i do think if you're going to do surprise sequel and you have it's a very short window i'm going to be more willing to accept that yeah like no, the, yeah yeah. You, uh, yeah i think in general though especially if it's like oh surprise sequel wait three and a half years uh, your expectations can be screwed up a little bit there is a big optimus prime yeah that has joined the chat. Well, I actually, I think what helped me like it is I just had low, I, I went in thinking I wasn't going to like it as much. I don't know. I think I just, the trailers made me think, okay, there's a thousand Spider-Men. It's going to be too goofy. It's going to lean too much into that and be, they're not going to balance the story very well. But I, I did kind of forget how well the story was in the first one. Mm-hmm. And they did maintain a pretty decent quality of story. That is really obviously the key to makes it make it so well. Yeah, no, it was solid. Um, Sony, like I, I did chuckle. Like nobody advertises for their own other products quite as much as Sony Films does. You know, like having characters wearing Sony headphones and playing their Sony PlayStation game sure. with the Sony brand video games on. It's like we get it, Sony. We get it, but, yeah. but I mean, it doesn't ruin the movie. It's just I chuckle every Sony movie because they always show. Well, and Sony's always been about integration around things. Correct. That's just, even from even before, even before it was cool to do it. They they they, they even have a character like subtly advertised for Morbius, and yeah. it's like no Sony, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that's the one thing that Sony can't seem to do right. I mean, other than other than the Spider Verse films, they, they can't seem to do Marvel movies. Oh, they. I mean, we do have somebody here who's a ridiculous diehard fan of both Venom and Carnage. Yeah. So I think he's a little biased. Everyone said Venom is fine. Venom is fine. Venom is fine. Venom is fine. Yeah. Compared to Morbius and whatnot, like yeah. Venom is, is fucking high art. Yeah. I haven't seen the second one yet. I haven't seen it either. But so. the first Venom is perfectly fine. It's, yeah. Yeah. Tom Hardy's good in it. It's it's you the know, back it is and what forth between him and it's Venom fine. is what kind of makes yeah. that movie. It's a buddy 
it's a buddy nonsense between the two that helped make those movies. It's a go. body cop movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a buddy cop movie. It's a body cop movie. Yeah, um, that really helps. No, I mean that's the, yeah. I Tom Hardy is is the reason why. I mean, he looks like somebody who's actually possessed. Yeah. <laughs> But well, Tom Hardy's just yeah, that's his Tim he, He's yeah. I but yeah, across the spider, the music is so good. The animation, my eyeballs just fucking mm-hmm. can't get enough of the animation mm-hmm. from that that movie. Just like every second, just put more of it in my eyes, and the music is just so well. Yeah, the composer, and I know the composer's name, but uh, he's up there. Like, there's so many good composers working. I was like Bear McCreary and stuff like that that are just like working in various things. And and the the, the uh, composer for Spider Verse is super solid. There was one of my one of my favorite parts of the soundtrack in the first one. Uh, I was happy to see used again in this one, but I, I can't go into what it is because that would be spoilers. Sure. But there, I, uh, I think I realized one of the, there's a few moments that you kind of, that you don't quite see coming theoretically that they kind of get you with here and there. Not, not mm-hmm. nothing, but I, I, I realized one, a few, I was ahead of the game. I was ahead of the curve by about two seconds once. I was like, yeah. oh crap, and then I was like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. There's one that yeah, I don't know. We'd have to talk. We'd, we'd either have to give a spoiler warning or just talk later. And I think yeah. we'll do the later of those two yeah, things. It's not like it's not. Um, yeah, it's not like it's any. It's not like the movie. It's like I, I hate to say that when you see a mystery movie, it's like, oh man, the mystery. Like, or you see, no. or sometimes see people see a movie and you don't, you don't know it's a twist. You go, man, when that twist happened. It was like, but I didn't know there was a twist in the movie. That, that, yeah, that just kills. <laughs> that just kills me for a movie. Yeah, no spoilers, but man, the twist at yeah. the end is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, like to me, that's so much worse than yeah exactly i mean i am very we had talked talk this morning about spoilers and i definitely am less annoyed by spoilers in general but that kind of conversation just makes me a thousand times worse and movies that are mysteries those are ones where i don't want any information because that's part of the thing sometimes is enjoying that yeah but and then watching it the second time so you can spot like where all the foreshadowing stuff in there yeah was, was hidden in there that's kind of cool but if it's a decent movie where they actually put that kind of stuff in there. Because yeah. some movies, some of those mystery movies don't have any. Correct. They're just like, surprise twist, even though there was nothing that led to it. We're good writers. Well, it's like, it's old enough that I'm not going to feel guilty saying that it has a twist. But to me, one of the perfect examples of doing it correctly is Fight Club. Because mm-hmm. the first time you watch Fight Club, you have no idea that there's going to be a twist. Not yeah. even what the twist is. There's no reason to expect a twist to happen. Correct. Yeah. The second time you watch Fight Club, you're like, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. It could not be more obvious what is there's, going on in this film. Uh, there's, In fact, I just speaking of Fight Club, I just watched a oh, thing yeah. that Well Culture put out, which was uh, like t- 10 things that, that foreshadowed that you didn't miss until you saw it for the second time. Or, yeah. And one of the things in, in Fight Club was... Was uh, it, oh, go on. I, I have a guess, but go on. Go, go ahead. Say the guess. Well, so for me, the big one that I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot is... Uh, after the car crash, which door people get out of? Sure. Yep. Yep. That, that was the like, one they mentioned. Oh yeah. <laughs> the the other one was uh, when he tries when he tries to call up his apartment that it exploded. The payphone there says incoming calls only. No or, no yeah. no incoming yeah. calls. So when he picks up the phone, and starts talking to you know. Yeah. yeah that's, nice. And sometimes you're so watching, you might think, oh, it's just a blooper or something, or a screw up. Yeah. Yeah, Chad asked about it. What we think about the knives? I, I enjoy both knives on movies. They they do their mystery pretty well, and how they layer their story is pretty ingenious. Yeah, yeah, they're very good. I know Ryan Johnson gets a lot of hate. Uh, you know, for some deserved, some not deserved. But I love the Knives Out movies. I like. 
the first one more than Glass Onion, uh, but that is not a slight on Glass Onion. That's like saying a fucking masterpiece versus an amazing movie. Yeah, you walk out of both those really yes. enjoyably. Yeah, I don't know if, which one I like more, but they're both they're bo- they're movies that I will gladly rewatch yeah. infinite times. So I'm not too. I've seen I've seen Glass Onion multiple times. I honestly have seen the first one. Only once, I think. See, the flip side, I haven't, like, I enjoyed Glass Onion. I saw it in the theaters, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I haven't watched it again. Mm-hmm. Whereas I have watched, I between the time the first one came out and, I, and Glass Onion came out, I watched the first one, like, ten times. Sure. I've watched that movie over and over and over again. Um, but, yeah, they're both solid, and I look forward to the third one. I guess that probably has a bit more comedy in it, I think, of the two. Maybe. I don't know. They're like, both like, yeah, Glass the, Onion's got a lot Glass of just subtle the characters, <laughs> and even even unsubtle. Just like, uh, yeah. uh, um, well, the family's so upset in the first one too. I correct, guess, yeah. correct. But everyone's been like, yeah, and well, the, the subtle stuff in the first one, like like each family member naming a different country is where Marta comes from because they're just so subtly racist that they, you know, that's the kind of subtle racism. Like not just yeah. saying, oh, I, I hate people from foreign countries, but just like not even knowing where she's from yeah. and just assuming she must be Colombian or Mexican or whatever because you don't even know. Yeah. Uh, chat did ask, though, is about if I had Optimus Primal. and knew I, No, I do not have Optimus Primal because... I don't know. I never got into Beast Wars. How I, dare you? Optimus Primal is one of the top five best Maximals. I've there's only like only five Maximals. Yeah, I know, but he's no <laughs> he's no uh, Rat Attack. He's no fucking Dinobot. Yeah, I've I've fucking just, amazing. I just I have I did not pay attention at all to Beast Wars. Basically, I am a Generation One transformer fanatic yeah. and uh, i'm i'm half a decade younger than you guys give or take a little you know um uh I and don't so like it when you me, refer to just say five years younger let's <laughs> give or take but the point is i'm slight i'm just enough younger than you guys that i think that i was slightly too young to be like actively into like the tv show transformers yeah, generation one sense. i had the toys and they were just cool toys but like i didn't watch the show right because i was too young whereas beast wars was then like i was in middle school so i might have been a little older than the target audience, but still young enough that that I watched that shit after I got home. It was Disney Afternoon and Beast Wars. Yeah, yeah. I actually I remember I watched a lot of Beast Wars, even though yeah. I'm you know, old yeah. man. I just it was on at a time that was convenient for me at the time. Yeah, it's got that great fucking episode where uh, Optimus Primal just invades. He, it's like uh, uh, Die Hard. It's just him inside the the Decepticon base, just murdering them all. The the only thing Called I remember Gorilla Warfare was yeah. the name of it. Of course, that was the name of the episode. Was it? Was it spelled gorilla? Of, as yeah. In, as in, as in, yeah. like, like actual, like monkey, gorilla. They're apes. Apes. Yeah. Jeez. Well, whatever. And wow. no, it was G U E. Okay. No, it's it was G O R. Okay. U E. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> no, it was gorilla, like the like the ape. Like like okay. <laughs> um, but the only thing I remember from the, the of anything that I saw there is. When they they had the Maximals uh, uh, end up at the Ark, I think it was at the end mm. of one of the Noah's the, Ark. No, not not Noah's Ark, yeah. as in the Ark, as in the Transformers. Was it the Darren Aronofsky version of Noah's Ark with like the 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 rock golems and shit? <laughs> oh my god! I I watched our pain train of that too. I don't remember that much movie of that confused film. the fuck out of us because you you did not go into seeing a, a Noah and the Ark movie expecting like rock golems and shit. Yeah, have you seen that? Did you no. see it with us? I, I, uh, I usually was like, "Oh, that movie doesn't look like doesn't look good," so I am not going to see it. It wasn't a terrible. I mean, it was. 
It was, most of the movies that we watched for that were were a lot more passable than than what we expected. I think there was like two that were actively really really bad. And that was a ridiculous six and um, seventh son. No, seventh son was seventh son was great. I love <laughs> I loved how stupid that. Uh, no, uh, it was it was a uh, ridiculous six and uh, uh, the vampire one. No, I Frankenstein Dracula was amazing. Untold. Oh, oh no, Dracula Untold. Jesus, I, I, Dracula Untold was bad. As in, be, as in actively really, yeah. really bad films. Like this, Dracula this should have stayed untold. Um, yeah, I did not see either of those movies. Ridiculous. You know I Frankenstein, though. That one was great. I Frankenstein is so stupid. It's so good. It was like our crew and like one random schmuck in the theater. <laughs> and uh, I felt bad for that one random <laughs> schmuck. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, because you guys, like, when you, yeah, because you, yeah. Exactly. We, we normally wouldn't have been noisy in the theater. We're good in the theaters, except for the fact that we realized we outnumbered that guy six to one. Yeah. Also, Katie Shea was with us, and she does not give a fuck about other people. Well, yeah. So yeah, she yeah. cracked that seal really open, yeah, uh, yeah. really early. No, I, you're, I mean, yeah, no, I definitely, yeah. I know, I've, I've seen enough movies with the Shays. I, I am not a theater talker, but yeah. that was a perfect storm of, like, enough reasons not to give a shit to be like, you know what? I'm sorry, buddy. We're ruining your film experience. And actually, we're not ruining your film experience. This film is ruining your experience. Deal with it. Uh, there, also, I guess there was one more in there, too, but I it's part of a two-parter. So I'm I'm forgiving it for the other half, um, kind of is the RoboCop. RoboCop. So that's Ro- the Ro- one I did go see with people. RoboCop. So RoboCop. Uh, Wasn't James there too for that one? I don't remember. I feel like we had. I thought James was in one of those. Yeah, that that one was that one. Uh, was it? Did we did we do like an episode on the I Am Number Six movie, or is that just something we stupidly went to? We all no, that, came back we excited to. to go see I Am Number Four, four and yeah, we yeah. convinced Nick to come with us randomly, and he was his whole. He was we had, we had gone to a tournament. That's Nick, right. Nick didn't no, go to didn't, the, what, what? We, yeah, well, but we all went to an event. We came back. We're, we're gonna go see. I mean, we harassed Nick, who was just living in his room, living his best life. And we're like, hey, we're going to go see this movie. It looks amazing. He had no idea what it was. He just like went blindly into eye number four. It was like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? And then he turned into a Nazi. So I feel like that was really, <laughs> I, I just feel like that, in, story. That, that incident broke him. And then we're all like, well, why is the actor who plays I'm number six ten times cooler than the actor who's playing yeah. I'm number four where the movie's based off of? Why didn't she show up an hour sooner? Yeah. And I've, the, the actress is pretty cool. She's, been, she's, she's in some pretty neat stuff. Yeah, she is. Yeah, that oh, movie. Oh, yeah. That movie was not good. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty horrible. Boops. Um, he had Timothy Oliphant in it. He wasted Timothy Oliphant. That's all I Was he the villain? No, he was the dad. Oh, yeah, he was dad, right? Because the villain, I remember being actually kind of entertaining in that movie. I remember the villain was was shockingly, he deserved to be in a better movie. And then uh, the, the number six who showed yeah. up was just m- murdered all the bad guys and was super badass and cool. And we're like, why isn't the movie about her? Yeah, she comes in and just like kicks us so much ass. You're like, what is that? You're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like five minutes of amazing. And then it's like, okay, no, 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 now it's not I, fun again. I only remember, this is this is what I remember of the film. Teresa Herman, I think is her name. No, Jesus. I is think you're a, close. It's not Herman. No, it's not right. her. It's Teresa, it's Teresa H. H. It's Teresa H. something. I know too many, yeah, it's 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 like, yeah, it's, it is Teresa H. I, I, I just kind of guessed with the last name and got kind of close. I was uh, the only thing I remember from that is a football field and a lot of fire. That's about all I remember. <laughs> Teresa Palmer. Palmer, yeah, that's what it is. Palmer. P's and H's are very similar. Yeah, and because she's also in the zombie movie, which is kind of adorable. The zombie with, movie with Nicholas Holt, yeah, uh, Nicholas, the yeah. Warm Bodies. Yeah, Warm Bodies is pretty good. Oh, I love Warm Bodies. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a girl. Now. The not subtle at all, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, that one. That one is just a kind of a a, a cute movie. 
I don't even Palmer. know who directed Chris, it. I know Chris, of course, in chat knew who I'm yeah. talking, talking about. He, he, he studied Palmer extensively. What's the name of the movie we're thinking about? Yeah, well, what's the movie I'm thinking about right now it's with Br- Teresa it's, it's, Palmer in it? It's the British one. <laughs> it's, with a guy, it's, it's with a guy from... It's the main character from uh, The Vampire Show on HBO. He's in it as well. He plays like a shut-in. And mm-hmm. like her and her boyfriend like rob the house. I've... Oh, it's a it's a quality movie for for multiple reasons. It's restraint, sort of, restraint. Yes, very good movie for multiple reasons. At least two. <laughs> well, no, I th- I think it's a little bit like Bound. It's good for lots. Yeah, of Yeah, that's true. That's it's, true. It's a it's a great movie, and it has some bonus features. Bound was a, an amazing experience for me. As like, I'd have to double check when Bound came out, but it was I was the co- the correct age to be seeing that movie, or or. Again, I'm half a decade younger than you guys. I probably shouldn't have been seeing that movie. It was definitely. But my friends and I were very excited to rent that movie from uh, uh, Blockbuster for all the non-film-related reasons to rent that movie. And so we rented, we watched it. We're like, this movie is actually legitimately amazing. Yeah, I wouldn't watch that movie. I, I couldn't like watch. I couldn't watch that with my friends because I wasn't wearing pants when I watched it. So, oh, well, you know, I don't like to watch those kind of movies with people. But yeah, it was a good movie. It is a shockingly good movie yeah. for for non-horny reasons. For exactly, that's true. So, gaming. What else did we have? We have we done any gaming besides? Well, we had D and D today for a few hours. We got a. We, we did. We continued on. You guys are level eight. I F- continuously F- lose you. horribly in MCP. You have been dying in MCP. I didn't play any MCP <laughs> since. Oh no, we. I, I had to play a little. Bit. Yeah, I, I played a little bit. <laughs> just watching you wanna, Andy try to assemble this. And he's thing. just like working on hobbies during the podcast using games. That's professionalism. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's high quality professional podcastism. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, I played. I guess I played a little bit of MCP. I played a little bit of you know, a little bit. I played a little bit of Avengers. You played. You've been playing your Winter Guard. Your Winter Guard. Ask Winter. Your Russian list. Yeah, it's it's a Winter Guard list. Uh, it previously was no, a Winter mean- Guard is War Machine. No, <laughs> you're confused. No. Chris, yeah, they are. They're they're a Kador unit. <laughs> if Chris was in the room when I watched Restrain, I apologize to him yes. because. I know what happened during that movie. I don't think anyone should have been in the room for it. <laughs> do you know what happened, or do you black out and just wake up and assume what happened? <laughs> I, I can't answer that question based for legal reasons. <laughs> I always know what's going on at all times. I would never just black out randomly and wake up in a pool of uh, liquids. Speaking of which... <laughs> we can have a pool of liquids? Yeah, well, well. speaking of, of bodily fluids. So I went and saw Into the Spider-Verse just now. Really, I went and saw it. And... At the beginning, where you normally have like the commercials and then trailers and stuff, before the trailers start, the last thing before the trailers start was a commercial, so to speak, for the Madison Waste Treatment Plant telling you that only pee, poo, vomit, and paper should go in your toilet. And that's the phrases they used. They said pee, poo, vomit, and paper. These are the only things that should go in your toilet. And everyone in the theater is like, what the fuck is happening? Why why is this in front of our movie? And this is an animated film, so there's like kids there and the things like pee, poo, vomit, and paper. Brought to you by the Madison Waste Treatment Facility of America. <laughs> what? <What's that? laughs> Something, yeah, that's that's a little bit unusual. So somebody so some intern down there was watching a movie and was like, boss, I got this great idea. We could put this we could put for pennies on the dollar, we could put this advertisement in front of everything at Marcus Theaters. I was just so confused. Also, don't you know that? Like, yeah, no, it's a little weird. Um, previous roommate, 
uh, consistently clog the fucking toilets all the goddamn time because they would, even though they say they're flushable, flushable wipes are not fucking flushable. Well, they've come a long way. They might be flushable now. Hmm. They usually stay, they usually called flushable wipes, and most of the containers still say "do not flush." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is hilarious yeah. marketing. Well, I guess anything's flushable. You just shouldn't, as the movie theater just told me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of movies, when, when we saw Fast Ten or Fast X, your seatbelt, your seatbelt. Uh, I'm pretty good. I, I generally don't watch many tra- If I don't want to see a movie, I'm pretty good about just not watching follow-up trailers to it anymore. I, I see a trailer, oh yeah, I want to see it, and I, I just I, I tune out. Right. They had a, basically like a pre-trailer in front of the movie. Like, hey, you should, if, if we, we get excited to go see Fast X, here's a bunch of footage. I'm like, I'm here to see this movie. Why are you showing me footage <laughs> for this movie? Next, if oh, you, that was the, that was the Maria Menounos yeah commercial because it's like yeah because I'm just like oh my god. Here's a commercial for the movie you already are here to see. I like the actors. And then we're going to thank you for coming to it. Yeah, exactly. They're going to thank me to come. And like, oh my God, I'm about to murder everyone. I, those actors, like, like some of them, they just look so, they're smiling, but you can just see them dying inside when their job is to do the pre-movie you know, things. They're just like reading their lines, oh. wishing someone would stab them in the neck at that very moment. There was a thing for Gran Turismo in front of ours, and uh, Orlando Bloom looked like he was in a hostage video. <laughs> There's there's that gal that too does her like movie picks on the Menounos yeah. commercial thing, and her movie picks are obviously here's the next big thing we want you to promote, <laughs> and she's I want to see Fast Ten and I want to see Indiana Jones. No, nobody wants to see Indiana. It's always it's kind of one. Why? Kind of. Why? The reviews said it's bad, but not as bad as Crystal Skull. So you can see a movie that's not good, but yet better than Crystal Skull. Was this a review for that movie or for Syphilis? (laughs) No. Because Syphilis is bad, but not as bad as Crystal Skull. Tomatoes are actually worse than Crystal Skull right now. So why do you want to see it? Because the worse it gets, the better it'll probably be. What? (laughs) It's got to be better than Crystal Skull had parts in it that were okay. But be no parts. No, it didn't. Small parts here and there. The the interactions, the interactions in between. Uh, um, yeah. What the fuck is his name? Mutt. Um, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf and and Harrison Ford were actually really good. I liked I liked the interactions between those two characters. The scenes and situations they put those two characters in. We're fucking horrible. Like Shia LaBeouf swinging through the forest with monkeys, and that—that's that technically wasn't his fault. <laughs> I, yeah, but that doesn't make it good. <laughs> saying it wasn't Shia LaBeouf's fault isn't the same but as saying that Shia LaBeouf's like, stuff was good. There's well, no. I mean, I would say his interactions were fine in that film. Fine, I, yeah. I, yeah. But like, not like they aren't like gems elevating it, you know. And like, it's it, it's not diamonds in the rough. It's just less. It, it's it's passably okay among okay. shit. Fine, fine. The dog ate the diamond necklace, and I'm <laughs> sifting through the shit and pulling out little pits. What's the movie coming this week? We said with with uh, what's her name? The movie with what's her name? Coming out. It's coming out, coming out this weekend. It's got the, the girl, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer one? Lawrence one. I, I the trailers made me laugh multiple times for that movie. Yeah, that one. That one I've heard could be fine. It's like a raunchy comedy. Although it's one of those ones that like if you switch the 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 genders of the two leads, it all of a sudden is a sex crime. Yeah, but I'm glad it's. I mean, I'm glad we can still see it though. I'm glad we haven't yeah. gotten that far. I want to see a sex crime. Wait, yeah, a, a movie about people hiring a thirty year old to fuck their teenage child. 
I, but it's okay because the older one's a woman. Yeah, and exactly. And you know, if 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 when I was that age, if someone would if someone would have paid Jennifer Lawrence, I, I could. I, I hey, think my true. life would have been better. I yeah. think that. So to me, it's like you know, maybe it's a little bit, maybe it's mild rape, but you know what? Yeah. Well, it's like they're hit and miss, but uh, the South Park where like they go into the fact that like if if a female teacher has sex with like a thirteen year old boy, yeah. everybody's like lucky guy, high fives, and it's like ah, uh, I don't think you're supposed to high five the thirteen year old when a forty year old person has sex with them. Yeah. <laughs> now no. the teacher's in the twenties, it's okay. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I mean that I mean we were assuming from from plot standpoint that the kids are like in high school and that he could be like living at home. And that is sure it, I don't actually I, yeah I, I, I don't know, I don't point. know the Jennifer Lawrence I'm pretty sure he grad he graduated high school he's about to be she they want him to get fucked before college yeah I'm sure he's not actually like a 15 yeah, year old sure. kid yeah, I'm sure not, he is a yeah. legal adult so it's is, not actually a sex crime it just would be really goddamn yeah. creepy if it's he switched not to sex. it's not Indiana Jones it's Who, not a, yeah which was an oh my god but Indiana yes. Jones is not a sex crime Yes, it is. Uh, have you done the math? Oh, wait, on wait, the- wait, no, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, but no, no. I thought we were on Crystal Skull. Still. No, well, oh, she's yeah. in that. Yeah, she's in true. that. His victim shows up in that movie. I do think the Jennifer Lawrence movie looks funny. And yeah. next month, I want to see the next Mission Impossible movie because I love those movies. And there's that other movie I want to see really badly that I can't, suddenly can't think of the name of it. There's two. At Dune. Least- that's not till like August, September, November, October. I think there's two movies in July. I want to see Mission Impossible and the other one, whatever it's called. Uh, yep. yeah, Mission Impossible. And the other, you just want to see it twice. <laughs> I just really enjoy Tom Cruise's movies, even though he's a horrible human being. He jumped off of a. Mu- I wish they would stop giving us the using his super crazy stunts as the trailer. Because mm-hmm. I think it would be more fun to see it, him actually doing it in context of the just watching the film itself. Like the trailer, you know, spoilers, he jumps a motorcycle off a mountain yeah. and skydives. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he does other things too. He's, yeah. he's crazy. He cray cray. Insidious the Red Door. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> you're, you're a big fan of those spoopy movies. I haven't seen the ins- I've only seen Insidious 1. Oh. It's oh. kind of, well, there's Barbie, which comes out next month, but that's not. Barbie looks, I'm amazing. I'm literally excited for, yeah. for Barbie. There's also, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, there's a few. Oppenheimer. Ones. Oppenheimer. I'm not interested in seeing that. I think Oppenheimer probably will be a very enjoyable movie. I don't know if I'm going to see it in the theater, but I do want to see Oppenheimer, but I don't know if it's the kind of movie that really screams to me. I think he's going to yell at the people that for not going to see it. That's what I think he's going to Oppenheimer do. Oppenheimer is? Christopher. Well, that, that was the whole died. thing about uh, Christopher Nolan. My prediction for Oppenheimer is I won't be able to understand any of the dialogue because Christopher Nolan is a sociopath. <laughs> there is definitely that. What it, it, It's like the we trained him badly as a joke from Kung Pao, except with sound mixing. <laughs> what if we mix the sound badly as a joke? Uh, the trailers for the Haunted Mansion movie actually looked cute. Yeah, I, I say much to my shame. It does look cute, though. I know, but I'm normally the artsy fartsy, you know. Whatever. Oh, uh, well, it's not till August, but you got your uh, your uh, speaking of Spider Verse, you got your uh, with the with the, the the lizard people, the Marvels. No, there's. <laughs> <laughs> is that what? It? Is that? What? You tread lightly there. What? No, no. The, uh, I can't even figure out what the lizard people is in relation to the, the Marvels. Kung Fu lizard children. The Kung Fu lizard children. 
<laughs> change, change all those words to synonyms and you'll know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Kung Fu. That's what Ninja Turtles, Jesus. My brain converted... My brain just couldn't think of the word turtle. <laughs> My brain converted one of those words to cinnamon. And I'm like, what's that? I, I short-circuited in the I wrong direction. I just not think of the word turtle for the love of God. Turtle. Oh, my God. The turtles are in Marvel? I, would, I had the Marvels in my mind. I would, no matter what you said, I was going to say Marvels. Yeah, so there's, there's a bunch of good films coming out. I'm, I'm pretty excited for Ooh, Last Voyage of the Demeter, Demeter. But that's we're getting into August now. Yeah. So there's some good stuff coming. There's some good, fun things. But yeah, anyway, back to games. I've I played some MCB, played some more Shatterpoint, still enjoying Shatterpoint. Uh, I'm excited for more stuff to come out for it. I've uh, it, it is annoying how much people have played that game over on uh, Tabletop Simulator that have solved the game already, and it's... I, I pray to God we just don't have just people don't do in, locally doing that. Well, I mean, I, I don't think anyone locally has I think most people locally have just played a few games each. I mean, then yeah. people are just trying. I mean, you only can combine so many things. You, I mean, right now you have, you know, you're either playing droids, clones, or... I mean, you have three different factions you can play. You can play, well, you can, you can mix and match however you want. But, I mean, you can do clone synergy, Mandalorian synergy, or droid synergy. And then next, we're going to start We're going to start seeing other types of things coming out over the next couple months, in, including more of those, so... It's pretty interesting. I did it. I, I assembled it. Yeah. I'm going to, I guess my MCP stuff being painted. I'm going to start playing it. When I, when I get my MCP stuff back, I'm going to be doing a combination of Hellfire Club and Spider Foes for a little while. I want to focus on those two. And, I, and, and Hellfire Club is such a cheesy, not cheesy, it's such a freebie because I'm trying to play all my models. And Hellfire Club is like any models you want together form Hellfire Club as long as you have Emma in there. So I can just literally burn through a lot of the models I haven't played much. And I always love Spider-Man and the Spider-Foes. That's, that's the comics I enjoy the most. And the Web Warriors, unfortunately, are more about just abusing scenario play. And that's not how I enjoy the game. It's a, you know, if, you, if you're interested in winning the game, it's a good way to play it. But it's also like the least engaging way to play it. It's that I don't want to roll. I want to roll the least amount of dice and win the game while we all just sit here and nothing happens and I won style. That's not my gimmick. I want to do the fight and punch and then I won yeah, the game. Yeah. Win or lose the game, it's, which is spiderful strategy. The, yeah, this, the the web warrior strategy is is literally not to engage. So yeah. it, it literally is the least engaging. Yeah. Or they'll have a. Uh, it's kind of like uh, yeah. on the one hand, it's I, I I will take to my grave the triumph of winning a tournament game of War Machine without ever touching my dice. But on the other hand, that's really goofy. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I've played. I mean, I, I think with War Machine, you can like it's amazing in War Machine how many games. You win at deployment, and that same thing. I've I've lost. Even, I, I've skipped Marvel. Like you can win games if your opponent is not thinking about the scenario and the placement of things. I mean, and I don't think it's a bad thing that these games can it can happen. And you just have to have like some level of of how, what's going on in front of you. But I've won multiple War Machine games on deployment, especially if you throw a model to the side as like a shiny threat that you know oh, they're sure. afraid of. You just like yeah. watch them move their entire army to go kill it, and you're like, oh, you killed my model that you hate. Good job. I just scored all the victory points and won the game, but you showed me when that model died. Oh, no, that model. Yeah. Well, this was this was in that brief window when the first player also scored first. Oh, sure. And I was Gorton against a Speed 4 Kador army with sure. a center control point, and it's like run, charge feet, leave. And you, Yeah, so you're just being toxic. Listen, just play Skull Merchant. It was in Minnesota. You? Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, it was in Minnesota. Yeah, that's fine then. 
I'm going to put this control thing around three gens, and I'm going to sit here and ah, it's called merch. forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Oh. We're going to play some. I've been playing DVD. I had, I had a six-month break from DVD, Dead good. by Daylight. Healthy. Yeah. Feel good. And I'm like, late, in the last month, I've been sort of in a weird, like, I don't want to say depression because that's not true, but just in a weird funk the last month. I'm like, well, life kind of sucks more than normal. I might as well play DVD. I'm just not in a good mood. I might as well play the one thing that, you know, that has no use, no use to life. So it really it really fits well <laughs> to that, like my, my just weird limbo mode mood I've been in. It's it's the perfect the perfect solution to to that. We played a couple games of the Starship Troopers together. Yeah, Starship, and that was yeah. fun. I shot some bugs in their faces. Yeah, we've been we've been enjoying that. And that, that game just has a bunch of pat- updates coming to it. So that, I mean, that, it's still early access. So we're going to see a lot more coming to that. That's been fun. That needs to Nigel needs to play that game more on his on his potato PC because. It's it's more entertaining here. Nigel just screaming out, you know, what is this game? And then I was like, all right, guys, you go. I'm bunkering down. I'm dying. <laughs> it was a consistent thing that was happening for every single battle. Is it, it was computer well, would yeah. like out. He likes to give everyone current fire. He's, yeah. he's doing the support thing. Yeah. Or doing like the shoot the bugs while we all run to safety. I love I love the running to the final extraction point and how the music swells. The music's got the, you know, it just starts playing, you know. And there's so <laughs> many fucking bugs chasing you. It's just, it's so absurd the amount of enemies in that game that you have to deal oh. with as a squad. Uh, it's a really neat game. Yeah, I can't wait for it to, to actually, you know, add some more. Yeah, uh, be out. It's different than the book, so it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, yeah. So that's. That's been fun. I'm, I'm going to start playing uh, Tears of the whatever it is, Tears of the Kingdom. Kingdom yeah. Kings of the te- Kingdom, uh, I think, this week. Uh, one, one quick thing out there is if we've, we've uh, at least three of us, uh, Brian, myself, <laughs> and Nigel. Oh, so just I'm, I'm us just saying, as in humanity? I, well, our gaming we, we group, play, Our gaming group, sure, sorry. Gotcha. Us as a, in our gaming group has Friday the 13th. It's leaving Steam soon. And the game costs five. I have five it on now. the PlayStation. Yeah. It doesn't, you and you're always ridiculous. It was, it was free. free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's five dollars on Steam. It's going to go out of the store soon, and we're going to we might play that a little bit. It yeah. is better the more people in the group that you know because the people who play it online, there's it's a pool of like eighty people, and they're sociopaths. Yeah, who just want to ruin the game for everyone they're playing with. That's the gimmick of it. Yeah, yeah. In our Discord, Nigel was talking about he was watching a, a streamer, and everything he described was literally the worst things I could think of a human being doing in an online game. And I, and the guy, the guy, and I, I, I found the streamer he was talking about. The guy is on at least two different spectrums, which might account for <laughs> it. But he's definitely on multiple spectrums, and he. He he enjoyed just making the game. He was a survivor, and he was making the game unfun for the other survivors and the oh. game unfun for the killer. He was literally just making sure that everyone in the game as him had an unfun experience, and if anyone did anything at any time that they might have had an ounce of fun, he would just disconnect a second it happened. Like Either it was complete misery or he needed to leave. Oh, I should probably spend five dollars so I can experience this life. Well, and, th- and that's and that. Well, I mean, to be fair, DVD. I think uh, we've, this weekend has been a pretty bad run of killers <laughs> who seem to really their only existence was how do I make my opponents suffer? It's amazing when I play killer so much that I. I it's like the th- I don't understand DVD. So you're, you're the killer, and I get that if someone unhooks someone. You can go back to the hook because you know there's only four opponents and two of the four are in that zone. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it makes sense sometimes why they, especially, but 
So often, this happened in almost in every game today, the killer is an active chase, often against an injured person, off, often within 10 feet of them, but the unhook happens and they got to stop and immediately go back to the hook. It's like you literally are guaranteed to down in the next three to five seconds if you go forward, but yet they just, inst- I, it's like, I, I, it feels like it's a computer program because it's like the computer program says, if unhooked, return to hook, regardless of the situation, regardless how bad it is, even if it's across the map and it takes them 50 seconds to find the person, they'll do it even if they're out of chase. I understand it. It can be kind of annoying, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. But when they're in active chase and they give up the active chase that they're winning to go back is what really baffles my brain. And and also, what I, I will actually go back to the hook as well. I'm not in active chase or something like that, but if I'm not in active chase... Uh, I will go back to the hook, and I will chase down the person that did the unhooking. Yeah, I won't chase. If you down can find them, th- yes. yeah. That, that is I mean, that's a, the yeah. other problem, yeah. you know. But yeah, and that well, that's sometimes on the survivor. So yeah, if right. I go back to the hook, I try to. Yeah, I definitely who unhooked. I'm going to chase them and let the other person just do whatever. Uh, My big issue with DVD, and I just, I you know, I'm I'm in a phase right now where I don't give a shit, you know. But who knows? Maybe two months from now, I'll have to take a break myself from it because it's that or destroy my computer. But like, we'll be playing Survivor, and like the killer will be just toxic and face camping and hitting people on hook and slugging for the 4K, and I'm just like, you fucking sociopath! Come on, it's just a game, you know. We've had a long day at work politics sucks i just want to unwind for a little bit before i die right in in real life not just in the game let me relax please please stop being a sociopath and then i'll do killer dailies and the survivors are just the most toxic piles of shit in the (laughs) planet and i'm like i wish i could travel through the internet and murder you in real life but first make you watch your children like like i hate you so much and it's like well, it's no wonder killers are not like. Yeah, if, if both sides would just stop being pieces of shit. It's a fucking game, yeah. and it's just the weird thing about online games is like, I've had my fair share of opponents who are shitheads in like war miniature gaming. Yeah, you know, I've played against assholes. I've played against you know toxic people, but that was a just such an extreme minority 99% of the time it's honestly good game gg you almost had me there that was a cool move here's where i think you got well let's talk about it. let's go have a beer together yeah but online you have that that, 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 anonymity. that filter not, yeah anonymity anonymity and also your opponents aren't humans your opponents are when you're playing killer it's the same as playing a single player game again like you know of of mario you don't feel bad crushing a goomba because that's not a human and i think too many people feel that way in video games even though those are human beings on the other end of this Mm -hmm. fucking computer yeah yeah i've been pretty lucky with killer since i came back to the game where when i'm playing if i see them trying to be ridiculous i'm just i i lean into it for them so if they're doing ridiculous thing i let them if they're trying to be obnoxious in some way i let them be obnoxious a thousand extra percent so when they leave the game they can like jerk off and tell everyone they're happy and in the chat it is so amazing being friendly in chat no matter what it throws people off i've had people come into chat angry and i am just thanks for the game i hope you have a good day it was fun to play against you and they are like you fucking piece of shit how you know and then it's like yeah just wait until they find a way to put the kamala 
uh, avatar or uh, the emote in DVD. Oh, well, then I'd have to drive to their house and murder them. <laughs> like that. That's the that's the unforgivable. That's the unforgivable. Uh, Miss oh, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. We talked oh, about yeah. this with yeah. with Marvel Snap. I mean, if they, yeah, if, if there's an emote image that comes on the screen, that I go to murder mode. I, I, it's yeah. that, that then all bets are off. Then I will just like you know that. But until they add emote images that trigger me, they can say whatever they want, play however they want, and I just laugh. I'm like, oh, you guys are so much. It's kind of like watching children for the first time discover something. Yeah, that's how I treat toxic survivors and sometimes when they're being toxic and they're trying to bully a bully squad who's not good at it is the most fun to do things with because it's like just they're just killing themselves in the most absurd way while trying to bully and my normal build that i run just because it's goofy fun shits down the throat of bully squads it's like if you carried around kryptonite because you think it's pretty and then superman shows up and you just fucking annihilate him just by coincidence yeah Yeah. but i've been trying to do adapting recently and so like bully squads hurt i did don't listen to the next 10 seconds if you're not australian this is for australia Australian listeners only, but there was a three-man Swift yesterday named Cunt, Fat Cunt, and Skinny Cunt, and I'm like, what? What? Like they have a filter in Endgame chat, but apparently you could just call yourself that as your username, and it won't do anything about it. Yeah, and I've adapted every. So, yeah, when I adapted too, I, I, I part of what my brain was like, okay, I'm trying to adapt, but I can if I recognize immediately this this squad is good, I just okay, I'm not even. I, I just I, I call yeah. off the attempt to adapt, and I just do my whatever challenge I'm on, or just do some whatever. Yeah. I'll still chase them serving its points, but I'm just like, okay, I'm not, I'm obviously, because sometimes you'll realize in the first five minutes, these guys are really sweaty and they're going to do, I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm not, you know, I'm not, so like, whatever. And I, I just kind of go to a different game mode. Yeah. Every time I take off Lightborn, I regret it. Yeah. It, it's, they're so I, I, you know, you can free up a perk slot by turning around, looking up. Just looking. Well, up. it's it's hard when you're when when they're timing it correctly. Sure, but like that's not one the, in a hundred. Can't time it at the back of your head. I can't. They they sure as heck can time it when I'm kicking a pallet. Oh sure. Well, who cares about getting blinded a pallet? But if, no. But I mean, it's a, it's the chain blinding. It's the continual blinding there. Oh, I yeah. But I, it, I get around. I get around. With yeah. It, so it's fine. But it's I do do the the looking around in that too when I go to pick up somebody to pretend like you're trying to dodge. Well, yeah. what's funny is when I if I see someone hide with a flashlight now and I will I will stop. I'll pick up in their angle, and then I watch them get it, and they eventually will get it. But it's like I'm just standing there, not even moving, and it still takes them like 20 seconds to get it. Then they get it. The guy, it's clearly, it was clearly me just standing there for them. And then they'll, sometimes they'll still teabag and run. I'm like, yeah. it's so adorable. <laughs> it's like I literally didn't do a thing for 20 seconds. It should have been the clearest thing, yet they still think they skilled it out of the play. I, I have like down someone, turned around, seen a survivor, nodded at them, yeah. and then picked up their friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I enjoy the the people who try to who try to blind in mid chase. So yeah. you're and after them, they just up. turn around. <laughs> yeah, and they're like some flashlights going up into the sky and shit. Somebody yeah. Batman, like the dude in the mummy, just holding up the holy symbols <laughs> and protect themselves. Well, yeah. if you're the last one left in a flashlight, you have to try to you have to spin and flash. Oh, yeah. You have to like you have to like okay, you have five seconds to befriend this killer. <laughs> you got to do whatever you think is going to work again, like the guy in the mummy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hundred percent. Yeah, there's so many times where I've been. I, Nathan, and I were talking about it's the Benjo build is the yeah. with agitation, mad grit, and uh, iron grasp. Yeah, it just means that once you have a survivor in your grasp, they're they're generally not going to get out. You're going to be able to carry them really anywhere, oh, yeah. and then you have mad grit in there then too, <laughs> which allows you to be able to swing it's really fast. People. If I'm ever picked up by a killer and I figure out that's what they have, I stop struggling. We're playing a new game. <laughs> yeah. 
and I and I always do this. I, I my preferred build is the Spirit Fury because I love. I I never I never respect a pallet. I just no. charge into every pallet. Uh, that was the hardest part for me when I was adapting because I still charge in every pallet. But I'm like, <laughs> man, I wish I had spe- in, in oh, Spear Fury so much fun. As soon as they realize what happened, it's just, you can just see the oh shit face on the survivor. <laughs> like, oh, they're they're. So you need hubris also. Oh, I use that sometimes yeah. too. <laughs> they they throw a pallet and then they suddenly are exposed. They uh they uh start they just w. Yeah, <laughs> they just got it. They re, they reevaluate everything that they were. The, we'll be about. right back. Meme plays with the freeze frame. Do 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 Yeah, so that that's kind of fun. We're like the Duke boys. Yeah, but there are a lot. I mean, DVD is filled with a lot of sociopath players working out a lot of their life struggles Man, in that game. Online gaming. Is I was totally going to say. Sociopath. I was going to say you can. It's, I mean, we're experiencing it in DVD because we play DVD, but it's an all just, game. It's all, it's all online, online games. games, which is why I will always be happier to play a co-op game. Let's you know, some Valheim, some Grounded, some whatever the uh, Dracula Rising V Rising, whatever. Any of those games will always be my preferred go-to over DVD. But I, like you guys, you always seem to if if you're like if nothing's going on, you go to DVD. You like we, you guys will play a lot of times Valheim or Grand, but you go, you don't like just load up a Valheim out of the blue. Like it doesn't seem it's not it's not it's not compelling enough to play on its own. It's, no. You need to yeah. And where I, I I was playing Valheim for quite a while just by myself because it was still DVD, just fun. DVD is fun. I mean, even just just going in and just doing. Like killer dailies and just not even not even caring if if survivors yeah. g- escape in that just doing the dailies and that and then sometimes you make it you know you might get lucky and, and get get a four K in that I I I think Players I'm to the point where I just f- don't care that much yeah. when I'm doing a killer daily survivors just give you four Ks like I've gotten the games where I'm not going to kill anyone and yet like, everyone dies because the kill the players just are like climbing onto hook they're just like they're literally killing themselves and I typically let everyone go and I try to even let the make sure if, if people start dying I yeah. always try to give the hatch and sometimes they all end up on the hook anyway just because of nonsense that's just like like a year or two ago I went full farming build with yeah. my killer like you know because we were still we were surviving main all the time but I still wanted to you know do killer dailies and stuff and so when I was playing killer I would always just do friendly killer games and i would change my steam name to nobody dies and i would still get two or three k's because these fuckers were killing themselves on hooks and stuff it's like i only needed two hooks i wasn't gonna kill anybody and And you (laughs) hook someone and they kill themselves no one saves them and then another person dcs because now they're down a person it's like what the fuck is going on i legitimately wanted you all to live (laughs) i I had i had somebody (laughs) i had to there was somebody that was hooked their first hook all the way on the other side of the map. They got all the do- the do- doors open, and I just had to sit there at the doorway, going like, like swinging my axe towards the person that I could see in yeah. the distance. Go, 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 get him. Go get him. No, yeah. they think it's a trap. No, I was playing yeah. trapper at the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's your problem. And there are certain killers that are harder to farm with than others. There are certain <laughs> killers that are more threatening and dangerous yeah. to uh, toy with. Uh and yeah. then yeah, so it's it's weird, or or sometimes like sometimes if you're farming, a survivor just fucking hates it. Like a, there are certain survivors that only want to have a sweaty game, and if the killer is being friendly, that to them is worse than like you could murder their family and they would be less offended at. But then the concept like like Beanish fucking hates farming killers, so he'll like go yeah. to a hook and point at. Like, so if I ever see a cool person Michael point, DC against farming killers, yeah. 
So if someone like, points why? at a, if someone points okay. at a hook, like I'll always hook them and put them on. There. Like if they want out, I'm going to respect them yeah. and let them out and kill them, and they can they can die, and that that's fine. I mean, I'm not going to keep someone in the game uh, longer. But yeah, that these people who are like they're like, oh my god, they're farming. I'm just too good for that, and they just like it's it's hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I'm well, yeah. So it is what it is, and it's it's just. But I mean, if I start, I mean, I'm going to play a bit more DVD this week only because the next couple weeks are the anniversary and it's a good time to save up on the fly, whatever, whatever they're going to yeah. call their things. And there's something, there's some prizes to unlock and some cool dailies. And what's nice about events is this event will unlock certain in-game abilities and things that are going to trigger. And I have to expect the, the sweaty players just fucking hate when they, if they just put like a, an ounce of extra fun into the game. Oh, like the snowmen and shit. Snowmen, snowmen they get, are best. The snowmen, oh. yeah. But the man, these, some of these people get so fucking mad whenever they put in just an <laughs> element of fun. They just lose their fucking minds. It's so I think great. that's what keeps us coming. Me personally, and I, you know, knowing what I know about Andy and our similarities, I think he'll he'll probably agree but what keeps me coming back to dbd is that they do a good job of alternating between having an active rift which is great because it says here's a thing to do don't give a shit about winning or losing just cleanse five totems that's what you're doing yeah. right or when there's not an active rift it's goofy fun events like snowmen yeah. like it's always one of those two things and so i'm never playing dbd to win games of dbd i'm playing it to do something else yeah and it's and I I I generally like playing with somebody else too. Like even even when Nathan and I were we're we're just on a call together, we might be just both doing killer games. Yeah, yeah. and and that's oh yeah just sure. I mean that's in general gaming is yeah. yeah. And there are like and there are certain dailies or there are certain challenges or it's like do these like eight goofy things and like when we play, I definitely agree. It's nice to focus on the challenges, but if if, if it's more of a group, we do still try to be efficient. Correct. Yes. And I do sometimes not take some of the more ridiculous challenges <laughs> when we're grouped up, but that's, that's for, for solo queue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Solo Because again, cube. those aren't humans. Those are <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. at least, but when you're solo queue, everyone treats everyone else as the enemy. It's it's really the it's it's all on versus all. Uh, type games god they need to show your your teammates builds in the lobby when you're survivor why is that not a thing why doesn't it not just show the 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 i'm pretty sure if if they showed the perks they wouldn't have the ability to hide it from the killer they they wouldn't be smart enough they only show one side (laughs) oh my god yeah (laughs) you're depressingly probably right yeah But you know what? It would almost be worth it. I'd be happy with my killer knowing that somebody has reassurance if it means I know it too. (laughs) (laughs) I wish wish there was a way that you could prevent people from unhooking you. It's like, I want to get out of this game. Please let me get out of this game. Oh, my God. Shift should prevent unhooking and also should make you bleed out 10 times faster. Yes. People get so pissed when you like when you're bleeding out on the ground and you hold shift. Because maybe you're trying to do a, some kind of challenge and yeah. you hold shift and they people like to teabag and go crazy on you. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just sitting there, I'm like, nope, I'm trying I'm doing a thing. Holding I have shift. Power struggle and I would be ninety nine percented under a pallet and people would come up to heal. I'm like, fuck off, I need the stun. <laughs> and then they're gonna And th- then they drop the pallet and well, run. Well they're away. gonna see a killer four miles away. I have to, to pre drop yep. the pallet. <laughs> yup. Power struggle challenges are the worst. It's hilarious. And there are challenges where, like you know, we, like yesterday we organized one. We, you had a weird challenge, so we did it together to make sure. Because sometimes, and, and sometimes there are challenges where you, you need a group. So like, okay, yeah. Bob's doing a weird one. We got to set up a goofy ass Rue Goldberg machines, a Sue Goldberg machine. What am I? One of my new ones. Uh, I haven't not a new one, but it's, it's the Ace one, right from forever ago. Uh, no, it's the one where you have to do four gens, complete four gens oh, using yeah. Dark Sense. I think it is. 
So yeah, that's one of those. Right. All right, ninety nine over here. Come yeah, on over here. Come on, yeah. Andy. Come. Yeah. But that I'm usually on the hook anyway. So yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at these Star Wars models. I need to play more Star Wars. I can't. I can't wait to get my my Andy's painting up the train. I have. I'm gonna get. I got my painter. Get my once he finishes my MCP. I'm gonna get him to paint up some of my my Star Wars stuff. I am pretty excited to get this game painted and going. Yeah, we have one or two Shatterpoint stuff. I mean, technically, we actually have some more boxes. Like, I got the core box. Brian got me. That is a spider. It is? Yeah. Is he dead? He's not moving. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he's sleepy. He's fine. He's dead. Just flick him on the floor. Whatever. Now he's dead. Oh, poor little guy. No, I mean, he was dead. He was guarding your home. He well, he did. He died on the job. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He died protecting this basement from. He, he did, and I'm going to give him a funeral by throwing away that into the toilet. What? Yes. Wait, no, he's not poop. He vomit or paper. He's not. He, but but he might have some vomit because I did squish it. It's guts. Yeah, it's guts. Can you flush guts? Uh, is it poo pee vomit or paper? And that paper is a pretty bold statement, too. That's, that's yeah, it didn't even say toilet paper. Like, it's talking about, like, you just take a poster and just shove it down your toilet. Paper? We should just shove, we should just, let's, 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 let's flush one of our toilets with all the paper. And then when it, when the, when the landlord comes to go, what happened? Well, you we just saw reams. We went to, we went to Mar- we, just, a, just actual reams of paper. <laughs> yeah, just shoving a ream of paper in there. We were watching a movie at Marcus. We copy paper. We'll have to do it. Yeah, yeah we'll get the, uh, construction the old, paper. No, the, the old dot matrix style that was like all, the whole, ream was connected oh, yeah. with, with the yeah and just see if it'll take the whole thing <laughs> and keep flushing every like 20 sheets of paper goes down and see if the the one end can be at the sewage treatment plant while the other end is still in your house when we move on next year we can try that okay it's like that one time i threw up ramen noodle and it was still in my stomach and i just pulled it the whole way out yeah you threw up ramen noodle it was a ramen noodle. Yeah, just, and it was like, hello. Someone asked what makes Shatterpoint good. I mean, it's got Star Wars. It, it is fully it's from, it has, <laughs> There's a lot of things that got Star Wars that ain't good, Andy. Yeah. So it's got Star Wars is not what makes it good. Got the Marvels. Yeah, we can. We'll save that for a zap. We can zappity grumble that. Well, we well, we should continue on because we did start later. Well, this, so. this can be that can yeah, be our have, first yeah, zappity grumble. That'll be our first zappity grumble. We're like an hour in, right? Uh it's a, I mean, it's it's a, a it's a, it's a it's a skirmish based game versus like a Legion Star Wars Legion is kind of an army based game. So if you want to have smaller model counts, the models themselves are like forty millimeter base. They're they're bigger scale, which is kind of cool. Uh, the combat system is pretty slick. How the game works, just mechanically, the game is rewarding. You have to win two out of three rounds basically to win the game, and it's got this back and forth mechanic that is pretty cool. There's a struggle where the victory points go from one side to the other. It's a very, I mean, all war games nowadays are scenario focused. This game is very uh, scenario focused as well. Uh, AMG, who made MCP, made this, and I will say both of their games are highly scenario focused like if you don't go into the game and if you aren't thinking about the scenario at all times you are going to lose by that scenario at some point you have to like you can see there's still going to be combat and attacks and uh 
MCP has all sorts of mission variables because it's been out longer, and there's only like one current mission in this game, and we'll see if it's a good or bad. You know, after we play this mission for a month or two months, we'll we'll learn to like it or hate it based on how it plays. Once we learn that everyone learns the game better, but even if it starts off in this mission after two months, everyone goes, "Well, this mission is bad for X reason," and that's universal agree. The next mission could be completely different, and since the gameplay and the mechanics are solid readjusting the missions could really help the game. So I think the foundation is really good. They're going to be a variety of cool models. It's very thematic. They do AMG because they, they're an offshoot of uh, Fantasy Flight in many ways. I think they, they understand theme pretty well and mechanics and stuff. So I mean, I mean, not to say that, that much, though, too, is a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the people who are working actively on Atomic Mass games um, we're from Privateer, and they were around the times that we probably enjoyed Privateer the most, which is basically like Mark II. Mark II in the beginning of Mark III. Yeah, yeah, well, three, yeah, yeah, some of them were. And some of them, they seem to be decent people who run who run the company, and they, yeah. they do listen to feedback. I mean, they do update their game. Like, a lot of the good companies nowadays, they update their game over time. So if something did go off the rails and if some of these if some of these models are really bad or really good after like a you know, after six months of playing, they will make adjustments. They yeah. will they will fix the game. I think all successful game companies that miniature game companies do that nowadays because they realize that, you know, they need to tweak things based on enough feedback. And like, we'll, I mean prime example is uh, I mean, not specifically for any of the other games that Atomic Mass is running now, but like for Marvel, uh, like Malekith is, he was, he was just about in every single tournament list ever. Um, and a lot of people just even in casual games just didn't like playing against this character. He's still not exactly the most fun to play, but he's, he's less oppressive than what he was previously. Yeah. And they tweaked him. And they, they tweaked him within a good six months of his yeah. release. In Shatter, yeah, in Shatterpoint, it's very thematic to Star Wars. It's you know, uh, it started off heavy in the Clone War era, but we're going to be getting, we're going to be seeing the Galactic Civil War has models coming out this month. Only a few, but we're going to see more and more of them over the next, you know, I think six months from now, the scope of models is, is going to be very impressive in the ways to play the Queen game. Queen Amidala is going to have her own she's, retinue out. Yep, she's coming out pretty soon, or she, I think she is sub, uh, September. September, a bunch of the mercenaries are going to be coming out, which will be kind of cool. Cat Bane and his crew are kind of coming out, and so many, so many more shenanigans. All the bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back? Uh, they haven't been announced yet, but I mean, I'm sure they're going to be out. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that will be coming. Everybody can play Forlom. Everybody loves Forlom, right? Some of the big stuff coming out. A lot of the... Hey, uh, people unironically like yeah, Dengar. A lot of... nobody gives well, a about Forlom or in, the other one. Dengar, he's, he's, he's also in Clone Wars uh, as well. Oh. Uh, <laughs> a, cu- a couple of them are, are in Clone Wars. But so, Somebody in chat will know. Chris will know. He's a nerd. Who's the other one that's not Bosk? Forlom? No, obviously not Bosk. Everybody knows you got Bosk. Bosk and Dengar and IG-88 and Boba Fett are the big four on the Executor. Yeah. And then there's Forlom and Forlom's other little buddy. IG-88? No. No, not Bosk. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> the Marvels? Uh, the Marvels. Yes. Uh, but yeah, and then they're, they're, when they... They're, and it's what's kind of cool is they're starting out when, when they go to the Galactic Rebel or the Galactic Empire era, they're doing like Return of the Jedi stuff first. They're gonna have Ewoks and like the yeah. They're gonna have uh, uh, Leia in the bounty hunter outfit. Is gonna be the, that Leia R two D two with that the, is... Zuckus. That's what I said. Yeah, Zuckus. Little, little Zuckus. Remember Zuckus? Yep, he was pretty amazing. What's what's her character's name in in uh, 
in Jedi. They're going to have the Rebels crew soon God. coming out. I mean, eventually, I mean, I imagine we're going to see like, you know, we'll probably see uh, Rogue One crew at some point. I mean, we're going to see everything. I mean, they're eventually gonna, we'll see. Forlom, because I know yeah. you assholes don't remember which one yes. Forlom is. Yeah, he's C-3PO with an uh, extra eye. He's got a I mean, or fewer eyes. Yeah. But he definitely has the C-3PO uh, belly going on. And Shatterpoint also does a lot with train. I mean, it's not it's not as immersive in train as, like, in, uh, Infinity is, like, way more in uh, this. But there is, like, you know, tiers of tra- levels that matter. So it's kind, of, it's kind of a mix of train mattering more than some games. But it's still not, like, there's still some places where mechanics trump train, uh, which makes sometimes people get visually, like, well, that doesn't visually look as appealing as I would want. But it, rule-wise, it's cleaner. They they definitely choose clean rules over sometimes uh, terrain rules to make it work. Nathan, you could actually make a scenario in this game that would make you happy. Kill Baby Yoda. No, uh, you could actually have have uh, a crew versus the all the terrain, and then have bits of the terrain that could fight back, and just call it's IG eighty eight. It's his planet, and you'd have to deal with them. Yeah, well, you know that was. And people are already wondering if they're going to have an IG-80. Because the whole way the like game works... four yeah. of them. Yeah, because the game works is... What, the list building is cool because you, you pick a primary unit and a secondary unit and a support unit. And there are a little bit of rules to what support and secondary can go with a primary, but it's pretty straightforward. So people are like, well, could, they can make an IG-88 prime, and then the secondary and supports could be just his, like, his, um, his other part. Because yeah. he does have decoys of himself. So yeah. people are like, well, they, they are thinking that they could do that. Are models like categorized as being one of those things? Yes. Or do you, every, yeah. Every model is a primary, secondary, or support. So you, you could just print IG-88 and just say, he could, you know, have, have him come with three different stat cards, basically. Yeah. And I'll just say, you can take three of them. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't need you wouldn't even need different models. You could just buy the same one three times. Well, they would probably have a pack where they would be different poses. So they would be sure, technically this this pose is always the primary, and these poses are the other. But who they could have something where he could switch nope. crashes. I've now stuff. decided, much with Spiral and, and MCP, when I can be Forlom and Zuckus, I'll play Shatterpoint. They go with weird stuff pretty okay. quickly in All this. Right. So, uh, well, maybe next month I'll be playing Shatterpoint. Well, it won't be you next month. Lom- well, then you're, you're probably four to six months away from that possibility. I mean, four Lom They got till the end of the year. Zuckus, I could definitely see. <laughs> you bring me four Lom and Zuckus by the end of the year, I I'm mean, in. They'll, they'll probably have like a full on bounty hunter. Yeah, they're not going to have that by the end of the year. Easily. By the end of next year, it's a possibility. Yeah. I heard next in your statement. So well, I guess they don't that. want my money. <laughs> I guess I didn't say. I said by the end of the year. Yeah, the year. The yeah. year could yeah. be twenty fifty two. Zappity. Ah. <laughs> Grumble. Grumble. Uh, so next question is: Are Zappity Grumbles uh, still a thing? Yes. No. No. <laughs> Zappity. Zappity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not. We're not. I mean, hold on. We have to be active in order to actually. Well, did you get you them. tweet you you put out on our Discord that People we were going to be recording? We were, there was a yeah. question somewhere I saw. They were like, uh, "What's your favorite thing?" What's yeah. your favorite color, baby? Did you remove yourself as admin on Crypto Live in color. Yeah. Um, yes, I did. Yep. Uh, have you seen the game Aliens Dark Descent? Any initial thoughts? That's what comes out. I think that's the... if uh, The game I think it is, it's a game that's coming out very soon where you control a squad of people going into a place like 3D yeah. top-down. You kind of tell them to go in an area and you give them kind of general controls, but they kind of do a lot of their own. Your, your crew does a lot of AI-controlled stuff. So you, you, you move them around, you give them equipment, and you skill them up, and they have missions they have to go in and come out and go in and come out. They're in the huge world trying to like survive, get gear, and like eventually... Yeah, just, RTS. Yeah, RTS. Kind of, yeah, it's an RTS, yeah. 
but with Jip, but you still you only have a very small crew as you're gathering yeah. gear and it's mission based. So it yeah. does look kind of neat. I'm curious how it'll play. It, it all depends on how well the AI is because you can't do a lot of controls. But if you if it's pretty smart, as long as Chat GPT is in control of it, it'll be fine. Be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so what are the Colonial Marines' hands? Yeah, I think look that's like? Fire Team. No, is, it, is that Fire Team? You know what? I don't know. That's the one I'm thinking about. I thought Fire Team was one that came out like a couple months ago that you that's already got like no one to play. But I don't know. That's my review of the game I think you're talking about, but I have no <laughs> actual idea for sure if I'm right. But it is a new alien game coming out very, very soon. Speaking of alien games that you should all play, we should all play uh, Starship Troopers Extermination. Yeah. The game is legitimately cheap well, and a, fun. Yeah, there's a top-down people shooting stuff. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like a 45, 45 degree. Yeah, it's like yeah. XCOM. It seemed pretty cool watching some of the gameplay demos of the, of the game. It's a, it looks, you, you kind of write about XCOM, but it, it's, it's a, uh, like a real time XCOM though. Not, not like, you know, yeah. alien so it's like that one, idol. the one mission in the first Starcraft that was completely out of place and had nothing to do with the gameplay. Yeah. You know, the one. Yeah. No, but it's, it's basically, you don't remember the original Starcraft? No. You remember 25 years ago? I don't, but, uh, I mean, I remember the mistakes I made. I remember all my mistakes. Yeah. So many. In life, we're talking right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, what showers are for. <laughs> Just remembering terrible decisions you made <laughs> and, and arguments you should have won. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, game, that game does look kind of neat. I, uh, yeah, that's my review of that game. The trailer. The trailer looked neat. Zabity. Uh, next one here is uh, something, something, Gwent something. True. Yeah, no, the new um, progression system for Gwentfinity is really cool. They just rolled out with the current season. Um, and it's going to be nice because Gwent is going into maintenance mode at the end of this year. And so they're not going to be updating anymore, but they're going to give like controls to the community to still be able to make patches and adjustments and stuff. And then the progression system, they're pre-planning for like a decade. So the game can basically just go on and on and on and on. Um, and because like getting to pro rank to be in tournaments and shit, like won't be a thing. They've, they've changed it to be very, um, like dailies. Uh, but there'll be like easy, medium and hard dailies and you're getting like nine fucking dailies every day and you can unlock new cosmetics and stuff. So there's going to be a lot uh, to, to play for. It's interesting where they would actually hand off the game to, and basically the community, in a yeah. sense. Just I'm to, sure there'll be like a council of people that they're going to have some yeah, sort probably. of... Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, so that, that'll be cool. But yeah, also they they added, they updated uh, like all the dragons in the game. So right now dragons are all fucking amazing, which is great because dragons are fucking amazing and the mm -hmm. cards deserve to be strong because they're fucking dragons. Also, some of the dragons have like the best artwork I've seen in anything ever. Like they, I mean, Gwent... One of Gwent's strengths is the artwork has always been phenomenal in that game. When you and I were playing Marvel Snap, you know, you upgrade your cards and be like, you know, shiny and, and, and whatever. And then one of the upgrades, it says animated. And the first time I saw what they called an animated card versus what Gwent does for animated cards, <laughs> I just wanted to punch so many babies. It's like you see that where they're just like stretching somebody's hair to make it look like it's rippling and they're calling that animated meanwhile you have any premium even shitty bronzes in in gwent are fucking amazing you yeah, just things are the, happening on the card the episode of the witcher is on the back of some of the cards yeah <laughs> like whole cinematics yeah. you know are, are on it's amazing yeah it's yeah it's absurd i've, I've seen the animated stuff and they're they're very cool i, I did not play gwent that's fine I think you still can it's free 
No. Dragons are all great. You'd, no. you'd love Scoia'tael. No, not Scoia'tael. Uh, Skellige. You'd love Skellige. They just added, like, Krakens and shit to it. Words to me. Huh? You're just making a pirate. They're pirates. Oh. Viking pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd love playing the Vikings that have berserkers. And so, like, the the, the two gimmicks that Skellige has, uh, well, three, discard, but discard's kind of gone away. But the two main gimmicks is either they get stronger the more of their opponent's shit has been injured, or they get stronger the more of their own shit has been injured. Mm. And that Berserk archetype is a lot of fun. Because you do, like, self-wound, because there's stuff that's supposed to be bad. Like, you know, damage an enemy by 10, but you have to damage one of your own people by 5, and then you just have to make it so there's a guy who likes getting damaged because he gets pissed off, and then it's win-win. Uh, chat does mention, too, that 40K is uh, free rules at the time, too. Well, they, is- they finally went to the post, and they, they have, GW has finally understood that maybe we should post our, our rules online like every other fucking miniature company that makes yeah. games nowadays. Well, uh, well, they did that for almost all of their games except for their big, sure, their big, their their big meaty yeah. ones, which yeah. would be forty k and Age of Sigmar. Like um, you make your money off your models, not your books, and yeah. people will still buy your books because they like having the books because they like the games. People and, like the fluff. Yeah, it, it, it. There's no reason to try when you think about if I am gonna play forty k. Think of how much money I have to spend on Tyranids, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to play a Tyranid army. Do you think the 20 to 50, whatever it costs, dollars that I have to spend for a codex is really going to affect how much money I'm vomiting towards you? Whereas by making it free, you might get more people to spend the infinite dollars on the models versus getting the extra 30 bucks out of the person who already was going to buy, buy the infinite dollars worth of models. Yeah, for sure. Nathan, I don't... I. I I don't want to tempt you. No, I, you can't. You can't. The new Tyranid Codex came out, and like like uh, uh, Dan and Travis, they're like, yeah, Tyranid Codex coming out. And I went to tr- Travis's. I went to Dan's house and watched him and Travis play a game of 40k. And I was like, ha, never playing this shit game ever. No, I mean, I mean, I don't want to tempt you, but Kill Team. Oh, huh. Kill Team, smaller skirmish, and they have Tyranids in there like they have necrons in there and that's seriously i mean if i only have to buy you know a squad of necrons and i can play with my friends in a small skirmish game you can get some nids no some gene stealers no i mean suppose like second edition when my lictor could pull people with its little nipple grappling hooks what is war cry is that war cry is is the age of sigmar version of kill team okay sure yeah, no, the kill teams are kind of neat, but I just, I, I, I probably won't give GW money. And not that I have anything specifically against them more than anything else, but I, I got enough games. I, I think I'm, I'm, I have a path I'm going down for the next few years. And I am glad people that are playing 40K are having fun, mm-hmm. but it doesn't like that, how those games play doesn't scratch the itch in my brain and i've watched i've gone down to watch some of the locals play some of those games and i'm like okay yeah that's happening it just doesn't 40 yeah there's just there's too many things about it it doesn't it doesn't scratch the right itch for me uh and it's it's just the, at the end of the day that's the problem the the your army goes my army goes your army goes my army goes yeah i i like the I really like the the strategy of you know I move this model okay no I move yeah. this model I mean it's I mean we play twenty years of the, the each army goes but yeah, I agree with what you're saying though you're, it's you're, it's so much it's it, you're not just sitting there twiddling your thumbs for twenty minutes as your opponent tries to angle his dwarves around a tree 
Yeah, the, the, the back just, and forth is so much more engaging. Yeah, uh, that's why I like Guild Ball. Guild Ball was that same way too, because like you, like if you move your army, I could plan out everything as I'm going as I'm waiting for you to move your entire yeah. army and then move that way. But you could just move one guy over and do something that will have to change. Uh, I might be able to plan for that, but then you move the second guy. I, I it's yeah. it's it's a little bit more engaging in strategy, in my opinion. Yeah. And plus, when you're playing fan, like when I played fantasy or, or war machine, as my like I, I would go, I would end my turn and have a general plan for the next turn, and they would be moving their turn, and my plan would adjust as I was going based on how their turn goes. So by the time their turn ended, I had a new battle plan would move what I would do. I would do what I was going to do. But then you you play your opponents who wouldn't even have a concept of what they were going to do until their turn started. Like they didn't even have the idea to think about their turn during their opponent's turn. And those people drove me insane. Like, how do you not have a plan when your turn starts? Yeah. And go, let me look, let me see what's happening. Like you, you watch me play my turn for 15 minutes. How do you not have any concept of what the fuck you're supposed to do now? When your turn ends, your own turn, yeah. you should already know if I immediately got to go again, what would I do? Yeah. Right? And then that should be in your fucking head. Here's what I would do if I immediately got to go again right now. Then your opponent does something, you should live adjust. Yeah. That your opponent mm -hmm. does something else, you should live adjust. So you always know what you would do if your opponent said, okay, now I'm done. Like, sure, if your opponent does something super wacky, off the wall, bizarre, unexpected, maybe you'll be like, oh, holy shit. But like yeah. to just like spend the whole of your opponent's turn just like having zero plan and then like when they end their turn then remembering everything they have that's insane yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah it yeah, is insane you're having a conversation with somebody and then you just look back at the table like oh where am yeah. i yeah no that's not it, yeah yeah i as much as i'm not trying to be and i i don't want to say i keep using this word wrong and i keep getting arguments with people on forums which is just me arguing out of boredom versus arguing out of like trying to be like win an argument yeah, which is the worst way a argue. couple of those but uh couple a couple well recently I, I don't do a lot but i i recently had a massive one on the board game geek forums because somebody was wrong about a rule and i'm like you know what this will be my hill for the month sometimes you need a hill i i <laughs> but go on i've been arguing and, and i've been arguing about playing competitively and i got a little bit too crazy and i i think i'm using some of the wrong terms because like the person i was arguing with said competitive to them was playing your models efficiently the best you can and to me that's just playing your your you can i think you can play effectively and efficiently in competitive is a different a different a different tier of thought but yeah still, but but i mean i get everyone wants to play their stuff like right you don't want to like do wrong things you want to play your models to the best of their abilities but that doesn't mean but anyway my point was something else that i'm wondering where i was going to go with that because uh, i was talking about arguing online but it can be difficult to draw a line though right oh, yeah, like oh, i can that, see it's a simply so like that, that's the line is it's a it's a moving line yeah, it's great it's like, like you don't everyone. have to throw the game like you can get like you know you are trying to make the right decisions you're trying to play optimally but there's somehow there's a difference between that and full boot on throat hardcore yeah. win at all costs but, it, it, but it's a nebulous thing it's a nebulous and thing that, and, I and how that. do you how can you if you're intentionally if you're intentionally playing as efficiently as possible and yet you aren't boot on throat competitive yeah, exactly. then you aren't actually yeah. playing as efficiently as possible so, so like, either you're yeah, yeah like that, and that's where it's weird and I, and I and I and I definitely see that and I think different yeah but what I noticed cuz we had gone to an event for MCP and it was a fine you know, week but I one of my games uh, they had our 30 minute turns and there was a clock on the board and we had wasted about an hour and 10 minutes 
and we run turn three of a six turn game. And I had realized that my I of the hour and twenty minutes go, or hour and ten uh, hour and ten gone by, I had maybe used up ten to twenty minutes of the clock. And my opponent, because my opponent, I, and I assume it happened, wasn't like chess clock or anything. No, it, there was no chess, and my opponent wasn't stalling. He was just always he was just thinking about how to do things all the time and. I would attack a model, and all of his models had reactive abilities that would cost power to use. You go, well, should I use a power here? Oh, do I not use a power here? Should I use a power here? And he always used the power. <laughs> so it, he was already always asked himself every time for an hour, should I do this thing? Thought about it for sometimes a couple minutes, and then always did the thing. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, and I'm like, and he was every other places he was slow too. And I'm just like, and at one point I'm like, yeah, like 20 minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, it was, it was, but it was, it was still fun. He was still friendly, but I was like, man, chess clock, like, yeah, I mean, chess clocks would have been so nice there because he would have, uh, he would have, he would have timed himself out and I would have had 50 minutes left, you know, cause it was so absurd. It was such an absurd use of time. Difference. Yeah, and that's just not like I don't know what the tie break on dice down and stuff is, but that's so abusable, right? Yeah. And even if it's mm -hmm. not intentionally being abused, it's still not fair to you, yeah. right? Yeah. Or even that aside, just like you're there to play a fucking game, not watch him think about that stuff. Yeah. But luckily, I can play faster and faster, and that's always I think one of my skills I've always had in games is I, I'm I you know never really have timed myself out in a game. That's not a thing it's capable of. I just I can look at the board, I can make a decision, I can you know with with based on ability and go, and it's usually a pretty good decision that I make in a pretty short amount of time. I was having a debate on the board game thread in the forums recently, uh, in the good forums, not the board game geek forums. But like somebody brought up Twilight Imperium as a game, so it's like oh you know my 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 group doesn't like to play twelve hour games. And I'm like actually Ti four way faster. Like I've played multiple six-player games all of them with new players that i teach the game to and they're over in four hours yeah like which is reasonable length for a game like that and then somebody responds like oh well you know maybe if you play like super focused hyper competitive all business but we like to talk at the table i'm like bitch you apparently have not seen us play games yeah. because this like this was with shooting the shit this was with talking and negotiation and, and ball yeah. busting if somebody stabbed you like the but, new but for some people that means be. taking hour-long breaks you know between turns it's like there's a balance between those things yeah, there's no reason a game of people should take between maybe four and a half there's yeah at at, at uh at uh what adepticon there was a team that was playing out they were playing the new version of ti4 and they their game went like nine or ten and i don't get it like i haven't played with the expansion yeah. so i don't know how much the expansion changes but core ti4 really i feel it's an hour plus a half hour per player so a full six is about four hours and again that was with new players teaching people you know i mean jesus Andy, you are not a very hyper-competitive, nothing-but-business board game player, and you were in both of those games at Adepticon, you know, a few years mm -hmm. back, with your fucking Space Turtles and everything, right? If if Andy and me and the Acres and, and a couple other people can play that game in four hours, trust me, you shouldn't be sending eight to 12 hours playing yeah, that you're fucking game. You're definitely, it's, it's <laughs> a mean, casual event. Did you stop for lunch halfway yeah, through yeah, it? Watch a, a pizza, movie? Yeah. Like... I mean, you're probably having fun, but you're not just playing TI. You're doing right. some other activities. I, right. I, I had to carve my dice in between each round. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 3D print some new tokens yeah. so we can play. Yeah. No, that's... Yeah. I, I agree previous editions of TI was, was, was oh, a yeah. little much. I mean, yeah. where you have to plan an entire Saturday, but yeah, four hours for a game. I mean, it is an afternoon yeah. on a Saturday, but it's, you know, it it's not it's not all... 
it's not all hardcore. It definitely is not. And back in the day when we would play all day TI, I mean, I remember playing six to eight hours of uh, Axis and Allies games, yeah, yeah. things like that. When they were, when they were, and those were fun times. I mean, I have more fond memories than non-fond memories when I think about overall. But there wasn't such a huge collection of games that existed that were just so much more fun and not not more fun, but that were you know equally fun and you could play and get the same feel in ninety minutes to two to three hours. So yeah, yeah. it's like, well, I could play this eight hour game or I could scratch the same itch and get it in three. It's it's hard to say unless there's a specific thing about that eight hour game that's unique that only you can only get that itch scratched by that. But that's very rarely well. Not it's like TI three versus Equips, right? Yeah. The previous edition of Twilight Pyramid would take you eight to twelve hours, right? Yeah. And and then but then Eclipse was out and Eclipse is like how about that same itch scratch like even if it's not quite as epic ninety five percent as epic in two hours like yeah. why the fuck are we playing a twelve hour game when you play a two hour game I get that and that's why like Ti four paired it back like you have to adapt to that kind of shit even yeah. for a while there too I mean we would be playing um, the uh, the toasters game um, with the the alien style star galactica, star galactica. And that takes longer or or we could play resistance and resistance is i mean yeah. very similar to that you know yeah. you have to root out the spy and then and yeah. but resistance would be 15 minutes compared to yeah. battle yeah. well there's even another game that's even a, a that that's they, they 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 both have the resistance element but like Dark Moon was a bit closer because there was still a board of things going on Dark Moon on. was literally a reskin of a fan uh, uh, house rule of how to play Battlestar Galactica faster. Yeah, but 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 either way, yeah, like you you have that genre and the itch to scratch, right? Yeah. If you and if some things core, will be antiquated, you'll get something that's just flat out like you know why would you ever do X when yeah. Y exists? And hilariously, sometimes it's the same people. Like yeah, um, uh, what's the one? Agricola. Agricola is a phenomenal masterpiece of board game design that no one should ever play ever. There's no reason to play Agricola, and it's one of the best games I've ever played. But Caverna is better. Yeah, <laughs> they did a in, in, when they made Feast of Vote, and they they successfully made a game that was different enough. So I could play Caverna or Feast of Odin and be happy playing either. But why game. would you ever play Agricola and not just go? Why should we the play Caverna? The only reason instead? people say, and I can't dispute, is Agricola does have the cards, which does add a little bit more randomness than Caverna. But I think mechanically, Caverna is a much better sure. game. You do lose the card. You buy. You buy cards. You don't get dealt cards. Uh, but I much prefer. I mean, you're right. I would never want to play Agricola, and Agricola has a lot more. If you get someone who's their skill level is different. Someone who's slightly better agricola can really make that grave aggressively annoying for the people. Caverna is much harder to make it aggressively annoying to, to play. Yeah, you have if if you if you have a game agricola, I'm sorry, if you're playing a game of Caverna and you're not having fun, it's partially your fault for doing something that someone else was clearly doing, and you it was clearly something that you could have seen coming. Like agricola, I feel agricola, you might not realize you're screwed until it's too late because of all the sure. hidden card mechanics. Like you might have the same cooking things as someone else, and then suddenly you're screwed because they did it and you didn't plan right. Where caverna, it's much more open and much more obvious what's going on. And I was ways. I was talking with my my mathematician buddy Andrew, uh, not 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 James, the guy that you hate, but Andrew, the guy who's cool, just to not mix up my mathematician buddy. He buddies. was the one who comes to Depticon, or no, that, that's a different person. That's a different one. Okay, but uh. Uh, I have a lot of mathematician buddies because, you know, my the reason I live in Madison is because my brother went to the UW math. I uh, got his doctorate. Oh. And so a lot of my friends were through him. But anyway, he and I were talking about Caverna versus Agricola when he was here. Like uh, He stopped by to visit like a month ago. And one of the things we pointed out was that Caverna does very well 
is there will be a lot of actions that are extremely, extremely similar but subtly different. Like this might give you two fish, and this might give you a fish and a food, and this might give you food, two food, and this might get you a pumpkin, which you could turn into food, right? So you've got like all these things that at the end of the day, they're all just like two food. So it's hard to get fucked out of getting two food, yeah. but each of those is going to be subtly better for what you're doing, yeah. right? So Caverna does a good job of making it so that you always have choices and the tactics comes to... Caverna has it, yeah. Or Caverna, rather, yeah. You always have options and the tactics and strategies come to getting the most efficient, optimized options. Whereas a lot of times things like Agricola... There's one there's spot. There's one spot. And if you don't get it, you get to sit here and be miserable for the rest of the game. Yeah, it can completely collapse on one. Right. You can lose one spot in one turn and completely be out of the game instantaneously. You can still play and get a score, but you know you've lost. It's right. guaranteed you've lost the game. Correct. Unless your opponent does something absurdly bad for no good reason. Right. Where, And I think Feast of Odin, you, you were kind of in Feast of Odin. Although some people, when it's they similar. play Feast of Odin, break certain, certain... I would say... A Feast of Odin, I've played a lot, and I've played with a lot of people that have had fun, but I would say about 9% of people that play Feast of Odin just collapse upon themselves, and they just can't get the extra layer that's going on there. Well, because I can get frozen with the, 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 the overwhelming choice. But again, it boils down to, like, at the end of the day, Feast of Odin, you can do a thousand things, but it's, I'm getting a rectangle. Yes. Like, that's all you're doing is getting a fucking rectangle. And whether that rectangle is a side of beef or a, a, a crown or whatever, all you're doing is getting a rectangle. And, and it's yeah. just, how do you get the rectangle? And some rectangles will have subtle sure. efficiency for you. But some people are like, oh, I don't know which rectangle I want, and it just yeah. breaks them. Yep. Yeah. And the only reaction, exactly, because really, at the end of the day, it's like you can't put two green rectangles together or two, you know, and that's yeah, like that. that's but, it. Uh, but other than that, you can put, you know, and then it, 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 that hurts them sometimes, hurts their brains. So, yeah, but exactly. They, they, but they can't, they can't see that layer that's past that, and they get caught up on that. Sometimes you're a member of the resistance, <laughs> and you have yeah. to vote yes. Well, some people are just idiots. <laughs> some people are just idiots, Andy. Yeah, I, I yeah. Sometimes you're the resistance. You have to basically. Sometimes people are morons with no social skills that can't <laughs> bake pies. Is Dark Moon? Does that have the same element of uh, Battlestar where you might not know you're a spy till halfway through? I forget if that's or if you it, know. It, no, it doesn't. You're, you know from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, you know from the beginning. I, I haven't played it forever. The one thing I do remember Dark Moon is that like the the when you reveal as a spy you do a bad thing and then one thing it does is you then like randomize like you roll dice and the bad thing might happen a second time sure so it's just a bit of random you might be extra strong revealing which technically means that like if you're the first player and you reveal and roll a certain die well you can just win as the very first action of the game but it's like a one percent chance sure but people lost their shit that it was technically possible. Sure. It's like going back to Axis and Allies. People, I remember Axis and Allies Europe, people were like, well, Germany can just first turn invade England, and it's a one in a million chance that the dice will be with them and pull it off, but if they do pull it off, they basically just won the game on the first turn. And I'm like, if the game's balanced, they have a 50% chance of winning, so tanking it to a one in a million sure seems like a shitty choice to me, but if and you want to be pan paranoid about the fact that technically it can happen... And if it fails, they probably get Yeah, they just the lost loss. the game. Yeah, yeah. they took their 50-50 and, and went to... You know, it's like if you went all in on your very first poker hand of the night, Yeah. right? With, with do seven offsuit you're yeah. like i have do seven offsuit i'm all in there's a one in 200 chance i'll win this pot and you force and it forces your opponent to yeah. go in obviously but yeah but the thing is yeah exactly and it's 
And these people, you can just re-rack, and then if they want to keep doing it, it the problem is your group, not the game. Like yeah. They're, they're, the problem is you. People don't like that though. They don't. They don't like being the problem. Yeah. But uh, they are the problem. We're all the problem to somebody, and we're all we're all the problem to ourselves. I mean, I I remember playing a Warhammer Fantasy game way back in the day, and I had a Screaming Skull catapult, and it hit an orc army like dead on that caused because ter- f- you know it causes terror or fear, yeah. and so that unit ran off the thing, and then. That caused other units to free, freak out, and they ran off the table. So all that was left there was like a unit of goblins. That that generally, I mean, occur. the first thing that ever happened to me in Blood Bowl, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, my introduction of Blood Bowl, yeah, like, Blood Bowl the video game. That is. Well, it was the first time I ever played Blood Bowl. Oh, so okay. I had never played the physical. My first game ever of Blood Bowl, and I know I've told this story. You guys know the story, but in case we have new listeners, why are you listening? But theoretically, here's a story. I build my Chaos Army. I have a Minotaur, which why the fuck? Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I just yeah. want a Minotaur. That's not optimal for your first team. I mean, you, you get those later. You don't start yeah. with a big guy, but whatever. I have Minotaur because why not? I have a fucking Medic because because I want to protect my Minotaur. Too. Yeah. So the first thing that happens is the random kickoff event is Throne Rock. So that's random. Yep. It chooses my team at random. It chooses my Minotaur at random. It gets over his armor. Which is random uh, and it, automatic injury, but oh, it, oh it, automatic injury, sure, but yep. but it, it rolls or, a death, which yep. is random, and then I use my apothecary to re-roll it, and it gets a death again. That's the first thing that ever happened to me in Blood Bowl. That shit happens, right? Like, and 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 say what you will about Blood Bowl, random. I mean, it's Blood Bowl, I, but yeah. that's not gonna. Ha- that's not the game. That's not indicative of the game. And if you're just like, this can happen, therefore, like, yes, stuff like that can happen, but to that extreme, no. I mean, even as the person who provably knows, yes, it does happen, <laughs> it doesn't happen. Calm down. Like, our, our first experience ever playing Warhammer Quest was, yeah. we set up our, our crew. Pocket ready Spears. To, ready, ready to go in. No. The, the oh, not even the Pocket Spears. Spears. Oh, my God. No, that was insane. No, but the we set up the crew to go into the dungeon. Uh, first encounter was was a, a Minotaur. Uh, that also then, no, no, it was it was D3 Minotaurs. It was the first thing. And they rolled three Minotaurs. And that was crazy. Wizard rolled a one on the next phase. Mio was a uh, another Minotaur that automatically summoned twelve orcs. Yeah, so that was our first experience ever playing the game. We just sat down. That first room, that that just like walkway, was filled with everything. Uh, one Minotaur for everybody, and everyone just died. It'll happen. Yeah, we beat the game. Zappity. grumble. Any other grumbles and zappities for us? Uh, they, I thought there was something I saw on Discord, but I closed Discord. Uh, what time and times? Oh no! That's, I already that's, answered that, yeah, and I corrected somebody who forgot it was daylight savings time. Yeah, um, I just you do Central Time. I just never. Do well, that's Central the Standard if people time. just say Central Time, I don't like. Oh, just remember, but they they particularly did CST. I'm like, well, if you're gonna throw the S in there, I have to correct it because. <laughs> yeah, but you're the one making the problem. I don't want it to be. I don't want daylight saving time. No to one had a exist. problem until. Well, but I'm just saying, but you made that a problem. I you made daylight say, savings time. You made that that chat a, a problem. You say central time, they'll figure it out. I. Somebody else said it first. Yeah, I know. I'm blaming you though. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I just, I just, you just took the blame for them. You, I don't. I don't think there was any questions on on our, our right. thing in there. Well, that's um, but specifically, somebody was asking about why they were getting a chairlift 
ad for our podcast. It's our tie-in with Gremlins. Well, I, or that we're just like I said, we're just fucking old. Yeah. Too. I mean, I if, honestly, if I had a chairlift for those stairs, I would take use it. them. Yeah, I, I would fucking use it all the time. So two weeks ago, I meant to recommend something, and I didn't. But between then and now, it became free. So I'm going to double recommend it. Well, free if you is have it, a certain streaming service, because it it's free a, on that streaming service. System Shock? No. That's out. Is it free? No. Then why did you think it was System Shock, Andy? I don't know. I said one thing about my thing, and it was that and it was we free. We had two weeks. Do you never listen? That's Ever hurtful. since you mentioned what? this two weeks That's ago, we had a proper time to watch it so you can talk about it and fulfill because you give us the two-week window to watch the show. Yes. So before, if I recommended it two weeks ago, you would have had to pay for it, but now you you have. I, I have. know you've seen it. I don't it. know if Andy's seen it. Well, if Andy hasn't seen it, it's his own fucking fault. It's going to be another Bumblebee thing. It's where free if you watch pay it. for Peacock. It's free if you pay for Peacock or if oh. you know somebody who pays for Peacock. I, I pay for Peacock. Yes, which is Renfield. Renfield is delightful. I wholeheartedly recommend Renfield. Uh, I think delightful is a good a good descriptor. Yeah, it's fun. It's 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 funny. It's got uh, good characters. It's got good performances. It's got um, practical gore effects that are over the top and silly. Somebody's face gets ripped off, and just like a plastic skull is under there that goes ah. It's like when Marv gets electrocuted in Home Alone. It's adorable. I enjoyed it extremely thoroughly. There were a couple. There's like a subplot with one of the characters and her sister and some drama and blah blah blah. But that takes like five minutes out of the whole movie and every time it comes in you're like this is the part that sucks and then it's over but so it's like creed sure i didn't watch creed but um but yes so it's like that i'll assume it's like creed but 99 percent of the film is great and that subplot is minor enough that it doesn't like drag it down um and not just nicholas cage who's great in it but nicholas holt's great in it aquafina's great in it the practical effects are great the comedy's great um went places i didn't think it would go uh it yeah. basically has john raffio slapperstein from uh parks and recreation as a mob boss's son and he's amazing that's one of my new favorite characters you know john raffio he's uh he's uh, aziz ansari's buddy on parks and recreation the really annoying guy and then his sister is, is uh, Mona Lisa Saperstein. <laughs> you remember the Saperstein's? They're great. They're so good. They Money. <laughs> <laughs> how much of how much of Park Trek have you watched, Andy? I think I've seen all, all of it. No, oh, you know Aziz Ansari. Yeah, you know his character in Parks and Recreation. Yeah. You know he has an annoying, dumb how you- friend sidekick, idiot I, buddy. My mind is immediately going to the, the league. Marbles? No, the Marvels, <laughs> yes. Uh, no, it's going to the league, and I'm immediately thinking of Rafi. Sure. I, I, I just You know what? Sure. Imagine Rafi as yeah, a Bob yeah, Boss's yeah, son. Right. We'll just go with that. God, I, I... The point is, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, uh, Renfield. It flopped, and it didn't deserve to. It's a very good movie, and it does exactly what it sets out to do. <clears throat> and I always res- respect when something does that. If you have Peacock, watch it. If you don't have Peacock, get a free month and watch it and 30 other things that are on Peacock. People are uh, always mad when something doesn't do what it's supposed to do, and they're mad when it does what it's supposed to yeah. do, and then I want to punch them. Like, you watch the trailers for Renfield, you're like, well, that looks like goofy and stupid, but kind of fun, and that's exactly what it is. Like, it, allow things to be what they are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? Just they ever that, you know. They can be honest. It says it, it does what it says on the tin. People get snooty about shit. An amazingly done grilled cheese sandwich is better than a mediocre beef Wellington. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Right? 
It's all about execution and and being honest with what you're setting out to do. And Renfield is exactly what it says it's going to be, and it's very good at it. True. And what do you recommend today? My recommendation is, uh, hey, don't wait, don't wait like two years before you see a movie that you actually really like. And that was Bumblebee. <laughs> so <laughs> don't wait two years to watch Renfield, Andy. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I would recommend going out and, and checking out the Transformers film. Um, I know that it looks like it looks like. In fact, that's what I was scared about it. Uh, it looks like the Michael Bay schlock. It, it, but it, it's not. It's it's a little. It has a little bit more story about it. Um, it still has some of the the beats of of Bumblebee. Um, oh, the new one. Yeah, yeah. It, the The new one, Rise of the Beast, um, is it's a pretty solid film. I mean, it's I mean it it's not Michael Bay schlock. Yeah, it's, I've heard the trailers uh, lean more Michael Bayish than the movie actually is. Yeah. When I was watching Bumblebee, I was like, I, I was like, I have to leave this leave halfway through just to tell Andy to watch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, like this movie is for Andy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much like in my brain as I'm watching the movie. I mean, it's ama- distracting. I, it's not a spoiler, but it's it's a it's a little annoying that Optimus Prime has lips still. Um, like like I've always said, is give me a mouth, just give me a face mask, and just when he talks, make it go up and down. He could at least have like you know nicer DSLs so I could really focus on the lips and think about things. <laughs> sure, he's got these thin, unsatisfying lips that yeah, you know. Yeah, they they are, they. You wouldn't want any of that yeah, action. Yeah, but I'm happy that I mean it's just cool seeing the 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 truck driving uh, you don't see you know like one of the dog-headed to dog-headed semis you know, like how they've showed them the, the fire st- decals on them um they all have color you could tell when they're fighting who is whom um it's, it's just so good it's very similar to the the cybertron sequences in uh bumblebee yeah, you know, where I'm, they just like all G1 and it's so good. I'm hoping this, I might see it tomorrow night or maybe Wednesday night. We'll see how things play out. But I, I definitely, it's on my short list of things to do. It's see it or go or play DVD. So I should really go see it. Yeah, I, I recommend the movie over DVD. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent. Well, that's recommendations. Good job. You didn't have Transformers one? Transformers Rise oh, of the Beast. I didn't have one. You don't have to. I but. don't know if I, I would, my recommendation is more of a health thing when you're working during the day if you have a job where you can step away for a minute fucking step away people nowadays they just work too long make sure you enjoy your lunch just get away if you're on a computer all day make sure every couple hours you just like leave the room your computer's on and just like walk in a circle for five minutes clean the brain out a little bit and go back to work i don't know q-tips yeah but however you have to do it i just i sometimes feel like I've been doing, I've been more proactive lately to do like stand, make sure I'm more mobile, you know, stretch just like every couple hours. And sometimes I'm in meetings at Tonner, it's really crazy. But if I, a lot of times if I'm in meetings, I don't have my camera on all the time. If, well, it depends on who, sometimes I have to have my camera on. But if I have my camera off, it's because I'm usually like, I'm always like pacing in the room. Sure. I'm always like being more mobile. If I don't, if I'm not having to be on the computer driving the meeting or something, I, I definitely try to like take opportunities to just like. I have a laptop for work from home and it's nice because I'll literally just go to different rooms. You I know, have a laptop too, me. but I usually, I really theory. want, I'll just go to the dining room <laughs> and just set it there and just work in the dining room for a while with the fish swimming around. And then I'll go, I'll sit outside with the dogs and my yeah. laptop. You know, if I'm just doing paperwork yeah, or if I'm on a meeting with like 
like a, a, a colleague on my team, you know, like a, a, an equal team member. It's like they don't fucking care if I'm in an Adirondack chair. We're still discussing work. You know, not everybody can do that. But even if yeah. even if you can't, like, yeah. yeah. And I have a, I just, I'm usually, I, I am so sad if I'm not having dual monitors going at like, work. Sure. So that's usually why I, but I have taken, I have taken my laptop off the base station and walked around. But typically I like, I just like being in my, but my room, I have a room dedicated to be my work computer. So I have, I have the space to do that yeah. while working at home. Yeah. Or don't bring the laptop. Like you said, you know, take five fucking minutes. Yeah. People are, t- and if your work is, if your work won't let you take five minutes or if they can't afford for you to be away for five minutes, either fuck them or you're lying to yourself about the second of those two things. You yeah. know, if you're, and this goes beyond a five minute walk. If you're like, oh man, I'd love to take a vacation, but they really, you know, work needs me. Fuck them. They'll yeah. be fine. It's like, they can live yeah. until you get back. And if yeah. they can't live until you get back, that's a problem with staffing, not with you. Yeah. Take your vacation. Yep. And it's like there's obviously except like I have like I have a bunch of teammates who are gonna be gone, so there will be a short window where sure. I'll have to work more, but that's not that's the exception to the rule. Always yeah. be a don't ever think you need to be at your job. Yeah. Maybe I that mean, particular week yeah. you can't. Maybe you know this particular day you can't. But yeah. there's people who never use vacation. Correct. Because they're like, oh no, you know, I they just I they couldn't. And it's like Yes, they can. And what's hilarious? Or if they can't, that's their problem. What's hilarious at our company? In our company, my company is pretty good. They use time off, and they see, they even say a red flag. If someone doesn't take time off, that's a red flag to someone who might be caught doing fraud. Because if they if they're afraid to go away, that means they don't want anyone anyone to see what they're doing because what they're doing might be troublesome. So yeah. if no one can ever cover th- for them. Uh, that's uh, not a good sign. So they're they're pretty aggressive about making sure people go away. And cause I still have some coworkers who, even though their bosses aren't yelling at them, even like by early like by, by May or June, they'll review people's time off. And they go, "You haven't used any time off this year. But don't forget to use your time off." They'll yeah. be pretty aggressive and people are like, "No, I'm too. Imp- I can't." It's like, no, just, "You can." Yeah, you can. Fuck off. Your company doesn't give a fuck unless you own the company or you're the boss's son. Your company doesn't give a shit about you. If they could save a penny by getting rid of you, they would fire you tomorrow morning at the start of your shift if they could save a cent. Yeah. I I am very happy with my job. I think my company treats me well. I cannot recommend my company highly enough and fuck them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, it, that it is very important to remember that. Fuck them. Yeah. Because Fuck you, you every can... company. You are a commodity. They do not give two shits about you. Only be as lo- be loyal because they are earning it. Not even mm-hmm. past tense earned it. They are currently earning your loyalty. You know. I mean, and and that's everywhere. As a kid, like younger, I used to get mad. Like you know, like oh, LeBron James left Cleveland to go to Miami. Where's his loyalty? Fuck Cleveland. You know, they should have treated him better. Well, I mean, just, or whoever, you know, Brett Favre leaves the Packers to go to Minnesota or whatever. Like, oh my God, he's a traitor. Fuck Green Bay. If he left, it's because he felt that he could be treated better somewhere else. And if it's good enough for Brett Favre, it's good enough for me. Yep. We did. I think we ran into this exact same conversation two weeks ago. We Probably, but we. But we, it's important to remember that. Yes. Always. Yeah. You're you're more important than your job. I I, I just see so many people who like. Obviously, the older you get and the closer to retirement you get, the math can change a little bit. But the younger you are, always look at other job postings in your city or in your area. Make sure you're getting paid. Nothing's more 
risk-free than applying for a job while you have a job. We've all gone in interviews where we didn't have a job and it's just a different, I mean, most of the interviews I've ever been on to are because I hated my current job or I didn't have a job. If you have a job and you're applying somewhere, you have a, a different level of relaxation mm-hmm. when you're applying because you honestly don't need it. And if you don't need it while applying for it, you have more power in the conversation. They can offer you something. You can say, you know what? I want more than you can, you can yeah. more easily ask for more. That's the part that's hard for me is companies nowadays, they, they, they want to screw you from the second they hire you. So, and if they say, Hey, we'll give you $16 an hour and you're like, but I want $18. You can ask that and people are afraid to. And, and if they say no, you can take the 16. Put your resume out there asking for 20. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, you know, if you're happy in your job, your resume should already be out there asking for too much money. My company just recently, every job posting, internal and external, if you go to our website and go to careers that are posted, they all have the salary range range right there on the page. Which is nice. Which is nice. You know, it has a minute of max. It doesn't necessarily say what you will get. There's still wiggle room for the offer and everything. But you know I'm making at least this much money and at most this much money. So you know whether it's worth your time to apply. Yeah. And making the most sometimes is bad because that really reduces what they'll what they can give you for future raises. Because yeah. a lot of companies, if you're like I'm getting I still have I still have another ten thousand or so before I hit my maximum. But once you hit your maximum my races go to zero. Yeah. So it's like I have to really consider do I want a different position? Do I want that extra responsibility to make more money? But anyway, that's my rant. When Value st- yourself, fuck your company, no matter how well you are. I'll when do we that. stop talking about games and just turn into an Antifa, anti-capitalist, uh, anarchist podcast? I could just I could tell companies to go fuck themselves 24 when, when hours a day. We already are. Oh, yeah, like 20 know. minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, Shatterpoint, blah, blah, blah. Here's how to make a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> In Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. In there's a lot of Minecraft. shit you have to do in Minecraft to make them to make I uh, was, fire bombs. I was looking up explosives yesterday for n- r- nothing related to. I was I was looking up explosives for non-explosive reasons, and I was like, "Well, oh, I should be. I, should, I probably should be careful what I'm searching for." Yeah. But it was it was not. It was just. Uh, it was a curiosity thing for something. Nothing to do about actually wanting to make them. But then I'm like, oh, C four is really ha- handy to have around the house because it burns for a long time. It's like sterno. Like it doesn't detonate from flames or impact, so you can use it like for a cooking uh, source. Nice, yeah, it's officer. Also, also, when you were yeah, <laughs> when you're uh, when they had the music sharing services or video sharing services, and you're a big fan of a British comedy called The Young Ones. Yeah, uh, trying to search for the young ones on yeah those yeah. type of services. Um, very uh, things go wrong things, fast. Things go, yeah. Nothing's worse than when you do a search like that and you're just oblivious to the not. You're just walking into this terrible situation and you were just so honestly looking for it that you didn't even contemplate what is happening until it's too late and you're having to like burn your hard drive and drill it and drill it and set it on fire. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just innocuous term usage. The the it thing I saw recently was somebody was tweeting, you know, that somebody was mad about uh, something Cracker Barrel did. You know, maybe they weren't quite racist enough i don't know what cracker it's like chick-fil-a where chick-fil-a is monstrous but they did something slightly less monstrous than normal and that was enough for the nazis to get angry at them so cracker barrel did something slightly less monstrous than you would think from cracker barrel and so somebody tweeted that they were never going to go there again if you've never been to cracker barrel 
every table has one of those little puzzles with the triangle with like made out of like 10 golf pegs and you have to like jump over the golf pegs and try to get down to one peg. So this person tweeted that they were so angry about, you know, go woke, go broke, and they were never going to go eating or pegging at the Cracker Barrel again. (laughs) (laughs) My family's never pegging at the Cracker Barrel again. (laughs) Probably shouldn't have been doing pegging uh, at the Cracker Barrel in the first place. But yeah, if you search for pegging at the Cracker Barrel, I don't think you find those puzzles. Yeah, and those puzzles are things like my I, those kind of things were always in my grandparents' house, which is why they yeah. always it's always amazing. When you go Your grandparents there. were huge into pegging. Yep, they were. They were big. They were big peggers. They were. They they started the trend of pegging <laughs> long before it became a thing. Trailblazers. All right, I, I think I should stop this now. All right. That hey, was... thanks for watching, listening, and uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. In two weeks. Yay! Bye, bye, bye. The most consistent we have been in a while. We're the best. Can't bye, everybody. Find, can't find my mouse. Uh, it's over there on the left. Are you moving the correct mouse again, or is it the wrong mouse no, like it I'm was right, last I'm time? I'm moving the right mouse this time. Do you need to move the left mouse? No, it's it's this mouse. But the problem is, though, is so the monitor that I have on the laptop... Yeah. The monitor that we see all the chat is technically on the right side. I'm pooping. So, like, if I move... (laughs) So the left mouse is for the left monitor that's technically on the right, but the right mouse is for the right monitor that's technically in the middle. No, no. See the but is that my yeah yeah. So if you look on this monitor, no, I get it, I get it. It's on that monitor is on the right. Now I'm on to the right of that monitor. Right, and that's what I'm saying. And the right monitor is in the middle. The the right monitor that's for that computer. No, that's but that's not the right monitor. That's the 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 laptop. You have a left monitor, right monitor, and the middle monitor is the left monitor, and the left monitor is the right monitor, and then the far right monitor isn't one of the monitors. It's a different computer, and it's on a different mouse, which is the right mouse, which is currently the wrong mouse because you want to use the left mouse because you're doing the right monitor that's on the left. That's correct. Okay, bye. <laughs> we got it figured out.